Blog Talk Radio.
situation? How many are going to believe when it doesn't look quite right? Are you going to continue to believe for it? Are you going to believe that God is greater than the circumstance? 
Are you going to believe that he's powerful, he's almighty, he's an omnipotent, omnipresent God, he's a God that never changes, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever? Are you going to believe that? Believe that and believe for your miracle. Well, it is April the 16th, and I'm your host tonight. This is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia. Just so honored to be a part of what God is doing with Prophetic Grace Network, being a part of what God is doing in your life. And I'm having you to be a part of what God is doing in my life through this ministry. So bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I was searching up a few things, and, you know, I was running around and uh, trying to do cupcakes before I got on the air and um, got a little off track, but I'm here. So I was going to look up a few things, but it will come. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. So thank you so much for tuning in tonight, and um, just want to share, excuse me, a few things with you. Had an awesome, awesome, awesome day uh, just experiencing the presence of the Lord, and I hope you have uh, done the same. I hope you have felt his presence and and, and been able to uh, fellowship with the Lord today and just rest in him uh, because you know it's all about him. It's never about what I can do or what you can do. It's what he can do through and in us, and I'm so thankful that You know, I have been allowed this opportunity to still be here to be a part of what God is going to do in these days to come. I mean, as we know, we are headed into some times of of trials, but with God, we will prevail. We already have prevailed. What does he say in his word? We've been made more than conquerors. That's right, more than conquerors, not in our own strength, not in the strength of who we know or what it's about, but yes, who we know is him. And we are owned by him. So we are more than conquerors. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And um, if you are listening by Internet or it's your first time being a part of what God is doing with Prophetic Grace Network, just feel free. If you're online listening, you can call in and uh, be a part of what God is doing, not Angela Joy, but what God is doing in and through this network. And that number is 319 Five two seven um, six zero two seven. That is three one nine five two seven six zero two seven. If you want to be in the uh, queue for prayer, press one, and we'll be you know picking up that call and praying with you and believing with you for what God wants to do in your life and use you to help build the kingdom of God. You know we all play a part. You know, this isn't a one-man show per se. Yeah, it is. It's his show, but he needs us to be the hands and feet, the hands and feet in this nation, in this world, in your community, people you're associated with. He's wanting to use you to be a part of what he is doing. Yeah, it is a one-man show. It's God's show, but he's got ample number of bodies out here that uh, should be willing vessels to do their part in what he's doing. Hallelujah. And also, if you want to text in, I'll give you that number. It's going to be, um, what is that number? 214-505-8719. That is 214-505-8719. 
Well, praise God. I am happy to see quite a few of you already on and ready and waiting for what God wants to do tonight. I want to just share a few things, and uh, I had an awesome time in service today at church. I mean, the presence of God was so heavy there, and um, uh, I the, the pastor had ministered uh, along the lines, you know, how uh, in, um, I think it's in Samuel, yeah, when uh, David, somebody can find that scripture and text it to me, I was looking for it, he slew Goliath. But it was so interesting um, that the way he, he presented that today, and it was so profound. You know, I never looked at it in a sense that we all know that Saul was David's enemy. I mean, but David recognized his authority. He recognized that he had been anointed as king. And in spite of all of the things that Saul was trying to do to David, how he had, uh, you know, actually attempted to kill him. I mean, he threw spears at him. Uh, He was chasing him through the countryside. I mean, he had to hide in caves, okay? But even before that happened, you know, when David was a young lad and he came to slew, uh, to, um, and slew Goliath. And, um, you know, it was like he came and he presented this thing to, to Saul. And Saul was not encouraging David at all. Of course, I mean, we look at it in the natural. Okay, here's this young boy who is um, coming up against a giant, you know. And it was like Saul... I just sense he knew, he knew beyond what David could understand, that there was something about to occur. And he began to discourage David as far as going against the giant. But but David reminded him, he said, you know, I, I, I've been out there killing bears, you know, and um, what is it to me to go against Goliath when I have God? So what is it to you to go against your giant? when you have God. I mean, and so, you know, Saul was like, oh, okay, you know. But when he first approached him, it was like he wanted to discourage him in going forth, even though David was acknowledging he had God with him. It was almost like Saul didn't want to encourage uh, David. That's why, people, we've got to encourage ourselves in the Lord. We can't wait for John down the street to come up and, and encourage us. We can't wait for our next-door neighbor to come over and encourage us. We have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. You know, here was the king, and he was not encouraging David. I mean, there was a lot at stake here, but he did not encourage David in concerning these things. But David knew God. Hallelujah. And because he did know God, he pursued on to do what God had instructed him to do in spite of what he was being told. He knew his relationship with God, and he knew that God in him was more than enough. I want you to understand tonight, God in you is more than enough. You don't have to worry about what someone might think about what God has told you to do. But if God has told you to do it, it's between you and God. And it would be disobedience, disobedience for you not to walk into the place that God is calling you to if you know God has told you to do that thing because maybe your friend said, I don't think you need to do it. That's why we need to have a close 
walk with the Lord. That's why we have to have a relationship with God. That's why we need to spend time with God in his presence so that he can give us what we need. He can share the secrets with us. He can give us the instruction. When someone else says, no, that won't work, you already got your your clue from God, it will work. Why? Because greater is he that lives in you than he that is in the world. The world is going to always walk contrary to the things of God. But when we have our relationship that is found that is sound and it's founded on the word of God and it's in God, we can go forth and do whatever God has called us to do and do great exploits. So I, I, I really focused in on that today. How many times have people in authority? See, Saul was in authority. You know, uh, what was David? He was just a little shepherd boy. And here was the voice of authority uh, in the natural telling him what can't be done. But see, he didn't rely on the voice of authority in the natural. He relied on the voice of the Lord, which was spiritual. It was a spiritual thing. David knew that he could go forth and do whatever it is that God had told him to do because he'd been out there slaying bears and lions and everything else to take care of what he had to take care of that he had authority over. But see, sometimes I want to tell you people, people who have or a sense of authority, sometimes they will come to cause you to go opposite of what God has told you to do. Why? Because they have a title. Hmm. They have a position. They have a place that people recognize here on earth or in the natural. So who was David to come against the word in the order of Saul, who was king? But he had to go and do what God had called him to do, and Saul submitted to that. See, when God has given you something to do, God will move obstacles out of your way. See, Saul actually was becoming an obstacle to what David had been instructed to do. And so what did he do? He slew the giant. Hallelujah. It didn't take a whole army of men to do it. All it took was a slingshot and a smooth stone. And he laid that giant out. What is it going to take for you to conquer and go forth? It's going to take the word of God as a two-edged sword, cutting asunder everything that will work its way against you. That's what we have. That's what David had. He had a smooth stone, and he threw that stone, and it laid that giant out. What do you have? The word of God, which is sharper than any two-edged sword, and it can cut anything that the enemy has placed in your way asunder. So, God, we thank you tonight. We thank you, God, for the privilege of being able to have that kind of connection with this kind of God, the God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. He is God. And, Lord, we thank you tonight for being God in our lives. We thank you, Lord, as we tap in to that place where we can reach into destiny and snatch back and go forth and move obstacles out of the way so that we can complete this race the way you desire it to be completed in our lives. So we thank you, God. We give you glory and we honor you and we praise you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, I just had that in my spirit. 
I had to release that like, like right away because that was something that this morning when I heard that, I was like, how many times have we been hindered by those who are in authority and we back up and say, oh, well, maybe I thought that wrong. Maybe I didn't hear right. But when you know you've heard from God, it doesn't matter who tells you anything. You just listen to the voice of God. What if David had not listened to how God instructed him to do this thing, and he had listened to that man who had been placed in authority? Ah, mm, there would have been some devastation. There would have not been the going forth of the people of God. It would not have taken place had he backed down. So remember that. When we walk this thing out, it's not just about us. It's about us going forward to make a way for others to come forward that God has attached and placed with us. It's so important that we remember that. Well, amen. I just had to get that out real quick. I have I have a few things that um, I feel like the Lord has just, you know, he's laid on my heart, you know, to mention tonight. Uh, a friend of mine, actually the pastor's wife, she sent me something, and I, I want to read it. Um, I I want to read it on air. I don't really know who this person is, uh, but it seems like it's it's a very prophetic word for this season that we're in. Um, It's just a timely, timely, timely word, and I'm going to read that uh, in just a bit. And um, also I just want to say a few things uh, in regards to um, just – us being here and connected as a body uh, and how powerful uh, this is, how powerful it is for us to be able to connect together here on PGN because um, I don't know if we really, a lot of us, I know sometimes I just don't even see or understand, you know, some things, but I know that this is not by accident, that this ministry is timely it's right on track for what God is doing uh, in his people and how necessary it is for us to um, be able to connect together here on PGN. And so, you know, I encourage us here as a body to pray for each other. I mean, a lot of us uh, are here on a regular basis. You call in, and when they're ca- when people are calling in, I you know, I always encourage everyone to, like, pray for the caller. Uh, pray for me. Because, uh, you know, I have actually gone through uh, some warring in the last um, few days. and uh, But God is good and God is faithful. And he's a God who, um, he knows exactly what he's doing. I got a prophetic word uh, I heard the other night, Prophet Randy spoke over me. And um, it was so timely. It was so timely because... I know that God has called me and has connected me to certain people because um, he wants me to be a part of what he's going to do in their lives. And so the word that Prophet Randy had given me the other night was so timely. It was involving um, helping people to cross over, you know. And I had, you know, some things on my heart concerning some, you know, family and friends and I was like, Lord, you know, you see the situation, you, you you know it better than I do. And all I can do, God, is just just pray. You know, 
All I can do is give things over to you because why? Because you're God. I'm, I haven't been made to carry the things that uh, have been trying to uh, weigh me down. I, I haven't been made to carry that. That's why you say to us in your word that uh, the yoke is easy and the burden is light. Why? Because we're giving it over to you. I'm not to carry that. I wasn't meant to carry that. And so it was a really timely word the other night that I heard Prophet Randy speak over me uh, concerning uh, just helping people cross over, you know. How do I help them cross over? By relying on God, by relying on his instructions, by looking to him for direction and sharing those things with these people, sharing this thing, these things. You know, he basically was like I God has given me some insight that I'm supposed to share some things with some folk. And so I did have someone call me and or text me and say, you know, you've been studying on this and that, and I feel like the Lord is telling me that you're to share these things with me because this is the way God wants to use you in my life. And so that was a word that I just gotten, you know, um, that Prophet Randy had spoken over on Thursday night. And this person, I think she texted me maybe a day before or something, and it was, he came right in, and it was like, God, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you find me worthy to, because of the blood of Jesus, to be a part of what you're doing. And, you know, having people understand that, you know, he can use whoever he wants, but there are certain people that are placed in our lives that we're connected with, and it's not by accident. It's because God has placed them in our lives to be able to be uh, connected in a way that they can see something that maybe the other person can't see. And they can be able to share some things that will help them cross over, get to that other side, move into that place of deliverance, move into that place of salvation, move into that place of healing, move into that place of freedom. We are here as the body of Christ. We are to become equipped to set the captives free. How do we know that? Because we have been given an assignment. In the word of God, that we who know him, we who walk with him, who are connected and know the word of God, we have been given an assignment to help the captives be made free. So, Lord, we just thank you tonight. We thank you for what you're doing and what you're about to do. And um, I'm just so honored to be a part of what God is doing. God is an awesome God. And God is a God who is faithful. He's faithful. He's a good God. He's an awesome God. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and play another song. Uh, I'll probably come back and read this, what I, um, my friend had sent me, and uh, share that with you, um, and hopefully it will be a blessing. And as I said earlier, if you're calling in, maybe you, or you haven't called in, maybe you're listening by Internet, and you want to uh, reach out, that number is 319-527-6027. That is 319-527-6027. And just press 1. You'll be in the prayer queue. And also, if you want to text, uh, go ahead and text in. Let me know you're there. If you, or if you want to just text in a prayer, uh, that's 214-505-8719. That's 214-505-719. 
Well, God bless you all for being on here. I'm going to play this song. I'll be back in just a bit. And we're going to believe God to do some miraculous things tonight. Are you going to believe with me? I believe you are. Praise God. Jesus, she are no rubber bubble in weakness. 
you're my strength. In a storm, you're my strength. In trials, you're my strength. In problems and pain, in tears and shame, you're my strength, Jesus. Oh, you alone. You are my strength, my shield. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
thank you for being a part tonight of Prophetic Grace Network Sunday Night Show. Uh, I couldn't let that leave me, what I mentioned earlier about um, being able to encourage yourself in the Lord to do what God has called you to do. I sense there are some out here that really need to know. You may be caught up in some situation where you know God has told you to do some things, but you're waiting for somebody to back you up before you cross on over into what God has said you're supposed to do. You know, your only backup is the Holy Spirit that's needed here. You don't need the approval of man to do what God has called you to do. As I've spoken on earlier uh, concerning uh, David and uh, Saul, we know that David, you know, Saul was jealous of David. He already knew that um, his time was limited. You know, there's people that won't want you to come forth because they know their time is limited. Or they know that somehow you have the hand of God on your life. And maybe they've walked in disobedience and haven't fulfilled the things that God has called them to do because they've been walking contrary to the things of God, and they've been looking at men instead of God. You know, Saul had that issue. He was all caught up in, you know, people calling his name, and he talked about the faces of the people and all that stuff. You know, Saul was caught up in what people thought about. But here comes young David. And in second and in first Samuel seventeen it says at verse thirty three. Let's start at thirty two. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. He's talking about, you know, this fight against this Philistine. Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. So here was this young man, young boy, you know, who had the hand of God on his life, and knew God had given him instruction. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. How many know that God has given you some instruction and the hand of God is on your life, but you're looking for somebody to approve of you? (laughs) You're waiting for somebody to say, oh, yeah, you're the one. You're waiting for man to call your name. Well, that's kind of like, you know, what... Saul wanted David to understand that he was king. Hallelujah, I'm king. You know, you're just this little ruddy youth. Who are you? And it said in 33, and Saul said to David, thou art able. Now, this is Saul telling telling David, uh, you're not able to go against this Philistine to fight him. Hmm. For thou art but a youth, and he is a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And in 35 it says, And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and smote him, and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Who dare defy the armies 
of the living God. Who's the army of the living God? Well, let me tell you, you got backup. Oh, glory be to God. There is backup in heaven. You have heavenly enforcement. Hallelujah. You don't need the approval of man when you know God has given you the land. When he said, go forth and take it for the kingdom of God. You don't have to worry because you've got heavenly backup. You have angelic host. You have the warring angels. And most of all, you've got the blood of Jesus and the word of God, which is a sword to cut asunder everything that would dare defy the living God. So I just had to go back to that after this. So I had to go back. Somebody needs to know tonight, you have been equipped. Ha, glory be to God. You have been equipped to do what God has assigned you to do. Now, I'm not telling anybody to go out and do anything on their own. But when you've got God, you're not alone. You know, Saul here in these verses. You can see, and I never looked at it like that before. Thank God for a man of God who was able, because I, I, I grabbed hold of that because I have experienced that myself. Hallelujah. I can identify, and I believe, it, I, I, I mean, I hear a lot, you know, in services, I, but this really jumped out at me that I felt it was something that needed to be imparted tonight. Because you need to know. That you and God are more than enough. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, I just wanted to throw that out at you, and I just felt the leading of the Holy Ghost to do that. A friend of mine, in fact, the pastor's wife today, she sent me this. It's kind of long, but I hope you can kind of grasp this because um, she, along with some other uh, friends that I know that are in ministry, you know, it just seems like there's been such an attack against the body of Christ and those in leadership. Uh, And she sent me this. I don't know who this is, Simply Jecker or something. It's a post that someone placed, uh, and she read it and sent it to me. And I I really kind of, you know, looked at it, may not read the whole thing, but I just felt led to share this tonight. So this was, um, this is something someone dreamed, had a dream about. So it says here, last night during worship service, uh, I don't know if it's all a dream. It says, last night during worship service at church, I saw serpents slithering around certain people while we sang. It wasn't just people at our church that I could see. But in my spirit, I saw many men and women of God who had serpents trying to wrap around them so that they could not, tr- that they could try to squeeze and smother the individual. Oh, my God. You see, I- I'm just reading parts of this. But now I understand why God has led me to share what I shared previously about taking your place and your authority and how you have the authority of God. And so, wow, here this comes. So it says here, um, trying to squeeze the individual, smother the individual from going forth and doing what God had told him to do. Wow. I immediately felt a strong need to intercede for these people. These were genuine men and women of God, generals in the faith, 
And I knew that the enemy was trying to afflict them with various spirits so that he could keep them from fulfilling the will of God for their lives. And as I was lifting up one another, one person after another in prayer, the Lord spoke a simple word to me, tell my people that I am coming to crush the head of the serpent. I could literally see serpents after serpents being crushed by the heel of the father. I could see him grab hold of the serpent that had wrapped around his people, and he was throwing them to the ground, crushing their heads as he walked. God is about to release a supernatural anointing upon his church that will release his people from the things that are trying to bind them. My God, I didn't even know specifically these things until I said what I said previously about previously about us moving into the place that God has called us to in spite of what man is trying to do. That's a weapon of the enemy that's trying to keep you from moving to the place that God has destined you to come to. Wow. So it says here, God is about to release a supernatural anointing upon his church that will release his children from the things that are trying to bind them. The spirits that are attacking them are going to be crushed, not just subdued, not just hidden, not just silenced for a while, but crushed. I saw spirits of sickness attacking men and women that God had called to the forefronters, to the to be the forerunners in this time. The enemy is trying to use sickness to weaken these people so that they can't carry what God has anointed them to carry. My God, how prophetic. But the spirit of sickness is about to be destroyed. He is coming to crush the head of the serpent. My God, let the spirit of God rise in you. My God, Jesus. And I saw spirits of discouragement literally trying to suffocate those called to speak the very words of God to this generation. Oh, my God. Mm, This is timely. I did not even... You know, I knew, I I just felt the anointing when she sent it to me, and I texted her back and said, I think I'm going to read this on the show tonight. And then I'm coming here telling you about how even people who are in a natural authority, uh, so to speak, or maybe in your life or just have a place of authority in your life are going to try to hinder you from being used in this season. My God, and look at this word. It says, I saw a spirit of discouragement literally trying to suffocate those called to speak the very word of God in this generation. I saw the hand of the enemy wrapping around the throat of the prophets, the evangelists, and the preachers of the gospel trying to snuff them out. I saw a spirit of heaviness weighing down heavy on men and women of God, but the spirit of discouragement is being broken. He is coming to crush the head of the serpent. I saw spirits of division trying to separate. The enemy would love nothing more than to divide and devour the body of Christ. I saw people that the enemy was trying to isolate so that he could destroy them. I saw serpents trying to wedge themselves between close family and friends and between leaders in the church. But the spirit of the vision is being exposed. He's coming. Our God is coming through us to crush the head. I saw spirits of inferiority trying to kill those called to be bold for him. Ha, my God, look what we just read concerning Saul trying to shut down David. Ha, you're just a youth. 
This is a man of war. Ha! Glory be to God. But you saw what David did. He spoke back. And he said, I have killed a bear. I killed lions. And I'll take down this this Philistine. Because why God sent him? God instructed him to do so. God sent him. When God sends you to do something, you don't have to worry about the naysayers. You just do according to what you've instructed, been instructed to do. My God. Listen to this again. I saw spirits of inferiority trying to kill those who called, who were called to be bold for him. I could see men and women of God who had been called and appointed for such a time as this who feel unqualified and unworthy. They struggle constantly with feeling like they won't be able to fulfill what God has planned for their lives. Hmm. What if David had thought that? When Saul said, you're not strong enough. Hmm. Just think of all the people that will be delivered and set free when you go forth and do what God has called you to do and not listen to the voice of man-made authority. My God. And not only was Saul, he was not just man-made authority. God appointed, anointed him. He appointed him king. But he didn't recognize that God was God and that he needed to honor him and not so much men. They will struggle constantly with feeling like they won't be able to fulfill what God has planned for their lives. But the spirit of inferiority is being broken. He is coming to crush the head of the serpent. Why? Because we're going to operate through the authority of God, the word of God. God is exposing the schemes of the enemy. He has heard the cry of his people, the spirits that want to bind those called to break up the fallow ground in this hour are being loosed. Hallelujah. Don't lose heart. He has not forgotten you, and he has not forsaken you. He is coming to crush the head of the serpent. Father God, we just thank you tonight. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you and what you're about to do through your people, through your assigned people, to your anointed people, to your people who know who their God is, who know who their God, who know who their God is. They're just not a mere acquaintance. They know their God. And because of that God, they will move into realms of the spirit that they never even dreamed of because you will make manifest the power and the authority to walk forth, tread upon serpents and scorpions, to take that ground that the enemy has claimed. The body is rising to another place, and we're moving in. Hallelujah. Thank you for tonight, for those who are connected with Prophetic Grace Network that are moving in (laughs) so the devil will have to move out. He can't stay where God's people will reside. We're taking ground. God's people are on the rebound. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So we thank you, God, tonight as something has shifted in the atmosphere, that people will grab hold of, of a, new, a new vigor, a new life, in you. God, we thank you. We give you the glory. Hallelujah. 
You know, I just want to share a brief testimony. I'm going to start taking calls. I had, you know, on um, the day, the night of before Resurrection Sunday, <laughs> I was in the kitchen. Let me just tell you how God is so concerned about um, us, you know, the little things, you know. And I guess this was kind of big, but it wasn't, you know, kind of little. You know, compared to our God, everything's small, right? But anyway, the uh, eve of Resurrection Sunday, I was in the kitchen. I mean, God is so good. I had finished, you know, I had family over coming over for, for the uh, Sunday dinner, and I had cooked for the whole day, basically. And about 10 o'clock at night, I pretty, I, I'd finished. I'd gotten everything prepped. You know, everything was ready, you know, just to stick it in the oven in the, uh, for the next day or it is already done. So I was at the kitchen sink, and I was getting ready to turn the faucet off. Well, lo and behold, the faucet thing broke off at 10 o'clock Saturday night before Resurrection Sunday. And you know what? I, I say this because I, I, I know it was God because – I looked at it, and I said, hmm, I'm not going to worry about this. I just said, thank you, God. I have finished all that I need to do concerning this dinner for tomorrow. I was getting ready to try to go to bed maybe a little bit earlier because normally I'm up to about 1 or 2 in the morning, well, at least about 1.30 every night just about uh, because I work till 1 a.m. But... Um, I was, you know, I'm off on Saturday, and I had taken an extra day off. So I was like, I'm not going to worry about this. I was like, God, thank you. I just began to thank God for allowing me to have prepared and fixed everything, and it was, I mean, I didn't eat the water in the kitchen. And I was like, God, I thank you. I thank you. So the water was running, and it was hot water. And it was like, you know, not heavy, full force, but it was a steady flow of water. I mean, it was, wasn't dripping. It was flowing hot water out of the um the faucet that had broken off with the handle, the part where you turn the water off had broken off. Thank God it didn't like break and spew all over the kitchen. It just broke, and when I was trying to turn the hot water off, and as I was trying to turn it off, it wouldn't turn off because the handle broke. So here out of the faucet is hot water. I mean, hot water. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. And I was like, God, you know, um, I just thank you for what you've let me finish. And I was like, okay, but God, now the water company, City Hall, I can tell them, and they'll probably give me a break and say, okay, she had just show paperwork that you had this prepared, and they'll usually make good on the water consumption. But I said, <laughs> my electric company, Georgia Power, is not going to be too happy. They're going to want to charge me for all of this hot water that is coming out of this drain, um, out of this faucet, and it's at 10 o'clock at night, what do I do? So I just sit down at the table. So after a while, I just text um, someone who normally, you know, helps me with household repairs. And I was like, well, God, I'm going to text him. I was like, you know, after 10 o'clock then, I was like, I can't call him. So I just sat at the table. So then his sister, um, I had invited her over. So I text her. I had just I just had seen her at Walmart about 30 minutes prior. So I texted her and I said, guess what? The faucet broke. I've got hot water running out of the faucet and I can't turn it off. And she was like, well, 
just call my brother. I was like, it's after 10 o'clock at night. I can't call him. I'm like, you can call him, but I'm not calling him. And so she said, well, just go under the sink and the cabinet and turn it off. So she's trying to instruct me how to cut it off, and I'm telling her, there's nothing down here to cut it off. So she says, well, what about a neighbor? And I was like, I can't go to my neighbor's at, it's almost 1030, and bang on their door. So I just walked outside. Let me tell y'all, God is so awesome. I walked outside of my door, down my little sidewalk going toward the street, and I looked to the right, and there were my neighbors pulling up in the yard at that moment. And on top of that, he is a person who is very handy. He knows how to fix pretty much anything. So, but the awesome part is this. Okay, so I was like, oh, Deborah, my neighbors just drove up. So I'm, I waved a hand down there, and he was like, yeah. I was like, can you come show me how to turn the water off under my cabinet? And he was like, okay. So he just hopped out of the car, comes down to my house. Like, there's like I have a little patch of woods between us. He comes down, and he looks up under the cabinet, and he says, well, there's nowhere to turn this off. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? So he gets up. Guys, listen to this. He gets up. This man had just stepped out of his car. He gets out of his car, walks directly to my house, and he gets up from under the sink, and he looks at the faucet, and he says, oh, pulls out of his pocket a pair of pliers and turns the screw, and the water goes off. Can you believe that? Can I mean, the, and you know what I attribute it to? Not worrying. Being thankful. Because when I, you know, I knew it was beyond my control. I couldn't do anything. I didn't see anything to do. And the help that I called on, she, she couldn't help me. So before that, I just sat down and said, Lord, well, I just thank you that I finished everything. The only thing of it is, Lord, this water is going to be running because, I mean, this was Saturday, so here we are. Of course, nobody's going to come probably and fix it tomorrow, Sunday. I'm like, this water, which is hot water, it's going to be running. And when she told me, what about your neighbors? And I walked out. I looked to my right. There he was. He walks to my house, not knowing what's going on, basically, and has a, pl- a pair of pliers in his pocket reaches over to my sink and turns the water off. Bam. I'm telling you. I looked at that man. I was like, thank, and they're Christian. I was like, thank God for you. And he was like, oh, okay, you know. I'm like, and you had a pair of pliers in your pocket. Like, who walks around with a pair of pliers in their pocket? Oh, my ready for God had him on assignment don't you know God has people on assignment for you that's why we don't worry that's why we don't fret I know it had something to do with the fact that I didn't pitch a fit because that's what the devil wanted me to do he wanted me to just have a slap out fit you know but I just said no I just began to thank God that everything had been done and prepared but I was like God what are you going to do about the water And he sent this man with pliers in his pocket, put in his hand, 
and turn that water off. And guess what? On top of that, Monday morning, because I have a, a home warranty company, you know, when I air went out during the summer, I had to wait three weeks before I, I got someone to come and repair it. Monday morning at 8, probably 15, I'm getting a phone call with a plumber saying, I'll be over within an hour to fix your faucet, asking me what color faucet I wanted. And then I had had a leak in there, and I thought it was coming from the washer. God is so good. It's almost like he allowed the faucet to be broken so that I could see the main problem, which was my water heater that had been leaking for months, and I'm thinking it's the washer. The man said, oh, then your water heater is leaking. You better be glad you've got this company because it would have been $1,100, so I'll just go back and get your water heater. Let me tell you, God is awesome. I'm telling you people, God is awesome. I just had to share that because that was the highlight of my resurrection weekend was that God just showed me the little things, the things that you are all sometimes worried about and anxious about. You know, when we're anxious, we can't even access what God has for us because we're so busy worrying about it. But when we rest in God, when we let it all out, when we let it go, that's when God is able to move and to change things for his glory. Hallelujah. Well, I'm sorry. I took so long. No, I'm not sorry. Because this is what God wanted to share tonight. Whew. It's went a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. I can't wait to talk, talk to y'all. So let me, let me get on here. Father, we just thank you for these who are online. And we just thank God for Prophet Randy and the opportunity that he has made available to the people of God. We bless him. We bless his family, his wife. And we bless the ministers that come on here and faithfully share and care for your people. We give you glory and honor, God, for tonight and what you're going to do. As I, I die and I decrease that you would increase and that your people will receive what they need to receive. Tonight, in the matchless, unmatchless name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, let's go here for our first caller. Oh, my God, I'm just excited. <laughs> All right, 803-991. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi, Angela Joyce, Angela, South Carolina. Hi, Angela from South Carolina. <laughs> How are you tonight? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I am I am I'm just doing great. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, oh, we just thank you for Angela tonight, Lord. Uh we just thank you, Lord. Um mm, I, I this is a weird why am I this is strange. But anyway, I just see you pounding. It's like um Pounding some, something. It's like I see you walking hard on, on something. And it, it's like, hold on a second. I hope my phone is not, hold on a second. Looks like it's not charging. Okay, now I don't know what's going on. Let's see. Hold on a moment, Angela. It looks like. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I can't have this phone die on me. I may have to switch phones, call back in. Um, second. 
Let me just go directly to the outlet. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's the charger. Yeah, it must be the charger. Oh, Father God, we just thank you. Well, Angela, I just basically saw you, your feet. I saw your bare feet, and I saw you. Well, I saw something like mashed potatoes or something, but it was like it's like quickly changed to like it's like maybe that's what God was giving me an impression of mashing. So then quickly I see like how you know how back in the day they would take um, uh, grapes to press with the, their feet to make wine, and I don't know if you've ever seen that where. They crush grapes and you know they get in there. I don't. I guess that's how they, back in the days of Jesus, you know, they would um, walk on top of grapes and crush them uh, for wine. And you know, because in the natural, it's just a grape. But after fermentation and whatever, I don't know much about grapes. I don't know how wine is made. But it's almost like I, I'm. I'm sent, I, I feel led to tell you that there's a crushing and there's, but you, you're actively involved in this. And things that have just appeared to be just grapes, hallelujah, just, you know, just the, just the simple old grapes are going to become new wine for you. Glory be to God. Because, and, and, it's, and it's something that you're a part of. You're doing this. God is instructing you. He is directing you. He's letting you know, crush it, crush it, crush it, because what it looks like now, it's not going to look like later. It's going to transform into something that he wants to use for his glory. So whatever it is, you just keep on crushing it. You keep on walking on it. You keep on stepping on it until it transforms into what God wants it to be for you to go have you go forth and to do the things he's called you to do and to transform those grapes into wine, new wine, new things, new hope, new destiny, new places, new dreams. You keep on pressing on it. You keep on pressing on it because in the pressing, there's going to be a transformation. You keep walking heavy on it. You keep on pressing it down. You keep on moving and expect transformation. We thank you for it, Jesus. We thank you, Father God. Bless your name. Well, how's it going, Angela? Thank you. I received that. Let it be done. Um, Amen. Amen. um, Yeah, that's a good testimony you gave about your water um, problem and the neighbor being right there with the flies in his pocket. (laughs) Yes. That's pretty good. Girl, yeah. I was blown away. I mean, who walks around, guys, with pliers in their pockets? Perfect <laughs> I mean, now, I, I, you know, he's my neighbor, and I know he's always, you know, working on things and doing, but I mean, at this is after, it's around probably after 1030 at night. I mean, of course, I wasn't going to go and knock on somebody's door. I'm thinking... I just can't do that. And my neighbors across mm-hmm. the street, you know, I, you know, I, no. So anyway, and then I was like, well, I, I, you know, I'm okay with the people who the guy who came in. You're, we're fine, you know. They're, they're, they usually have kids 
um, they, they've raised the, uh, kids for foster care for many years, and then they adopt them. And so I've always been involved and, you know, had conversations and, you know, connections with them, with their kids and stuff, because my kids at one time were the same age as their first group of foster kids that they had. So, I mean, you know, but I wasn't going to go and knock on their door, which they probably wouldn't have mind. But, I mean, I was like, so I just walk out the door, and there they are pulling up in the yard. Like, hi, it's 1030 at night. <laughs> and he comes, I said, can you just come down and see if you can help me figure out how to turn this water off? Oh, sure. Gets out of his car, walks to my house, flyers in his pocket. Within five minutes, zip. They're off. Okay, thank you. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Happy Easter, whatever. Resurrection Sunday. <laughs> and you know what? And Angela, yeah. I attribute it all to not complaining. That's what I attribute mm-hmm. it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you know how powerful that is, guys? That God, he notices mm-hmm. us. When we don't complain, when we don't whine, when we don't have a hissy fit. When we recognize mm-hmm. that he's God. And and I and that's what I did. I mean, I don't know that I mean, I don't try to have hissy fits, y'all, too often, okay? But I do I'm I'm human and I do have a few fits, okay? So sometimes when things are not looking right, I'm just gonna be upfront and honest with you. I am not exactly that happy. I'm not a happy camper. So but right. for some reason that night, I mean, you know, I was like, Okay, thank you, God, as this is done and yeah, this water bill might be a little high, but I can talk them down on that. I ain't going to be able to talk Georgia Power down on this hot water coming through this thing for days. You know, they're going to want their $500. You know? <laughs> and then, of course, I didn't know when I was going to ever get it repaired because usually when I had with this whole warranty company, it could be a week before they send somebody out. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we had a beautiful Resurrection Sunday dinner. Even with the faucet turned off in the kitchen, everything, I mean, we were just fine. I just stuck stuff in the dishwasher because I wasn't using too many paper plates. That was only for the kids. The adults had nice china. <laughs> <laughs> I could stick that in the dishwasher, and it wasn't connected to the right. faucet. And so, you know, but look at God, Angela. Look at God. Yeah, he so cares about Everything. Yeah. Like before they, I was just before they, and before they asked our answers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And he did. I mean. And I even asked him. I said, "How come y'all out here at ten thirty at night?" When he came over, he said, "Oh, we had to go pick our son up from work. Uh, He got off." I mean, Angela, Mm. as I was talking to this woman on the phone. Telling me about a neighbor, I just happened to walk to the door, walk to the end of the sidewalk, and they were pulling up in the yard at 10.30 at night. Can you believe that? Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Isn't he an on-time God? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So, Angela... As you proceed to crush and transform whatever that is and be transition to that new place in God, it's going to be right on time. Glory be to God. Mm-hmm. 
right on oh I feel that right on time. Glory be to God. You won't miss it. It, 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 it's impossible. You won't miss it. You continue to do as God has instructed you to do, to process what God has given you to process. My God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah, that brings back to mind that word. I, I was got kind of sidetracked before I got on the show because I forgot I had to finish some cupcakes. <laughs> That brings to mind a, a word, yeah, because I need to have them in the store tomorrow. That brings uh, mm-hmm. a, a force uh, uh, to mind a, a word uh, about processing. I, even part, of, I don't think I mentioned it earlier about, of course, you know, the scripture and um, uh, where is it? Gosh, I can't remember. Where is it? Anyway, what is that? Where's that word? I just read it. I just read it. Uh, oh my gosh, I just read it not too long ago um, about the canker worm and the, oh yeah, it's in Joel uh, 225, that's where it is, about the canker worm mm-hmm. and the palmer worm and the caterpillar eating up and devouring what we have. You know, we feel like some stuff came in and got, some stuff got eaten mm-hmm. up by those things that, you know, they're gone, they're eaten up. But out of the process, and this was part of the word that was given the other night, and I just got a whole revelation of this. It's like in the process eating it, they ate it. But we know even in the natural, once something is eaten, it's processed, and it comes out the other end, not the way it went in, it comes out differently. But even, and even in the processes, process of that eating up and devouring what you have and it coming out as dung on the other end. Don't tell me we don't serve a God that will be able to take something messy and make it good. Mm-hmm. That's filthy mm-hmm. to make you wealthy. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. My mm-hmm. God. So let the canker worms and the palmer worm eat because we know the one who made them. Hallelujah. And we believe that in spite of what happened in the process of it coming out on the other end as dung, it will come forth in its season. It will come forth in its time. Why? Because the master, my God, will speak over it and life will come out of that which the enemy thought was dead and dung. Processing, processing. God is processing us so he can get some mess out of us, so he can bring some good stuff out of the mess that sometimes we allowed ourselves to get in. God will process everything that's necessary, even as Lazarus lay stinking, he came out. Rising out of death For the glory of God We will rise Things that were dead Will come alive In this season If we just believe If we just continue To stand firm On the word of God We can expect it Why? 
because we serve that kind of God. Let the processing take place. My God, come on through. Amen. Amen. God can come on through. My God, Amen. glory be to God. Woo, that's exciting. <laughs> My God. When I saw that, I was like, man, you know, somebody told me, they said, yeah, and he says, you know what dung is? That's fertilizer. It helps stuff grow. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Glory. You know what? That's it. <laughs> well, I was reading that in Ezekiel today about God told me. Oh, really? Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he told him to, you know, first told me you human done, and Ezekiel's like, I have not defiled myself because I'm a child. I have not ever eaten anything, or I think it's any animal or something, and then God said, okay, oh, okay, you can use the cow dung instead of human dung to um, make some bread and eat it. So, yeah. Uh, that was, ah, I was reading that today in Ezekiel. Yeah. Which, which scripture yeah. is that? Which, where is that located? Um, that's Ezekiel 1. It was in the New Living Word Testament, the New Living Word. Ezekiel 1. Um, Ezekiel I'm going to read that. Ezekiel 1 through 3. Mm-hmm. Okay. Praise yeah, God. Look God told me. And then God had me mention dung. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, and if someone ah. sees that canker worm, and listen to Pastor Darby today, he's talking about the canker worm also. So that's just like wow. I get like two testimonies today. It's you and him and the, the, the word about them. <laughs> that's like a two for two and a combo. But yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, girl, I'm a little crazy mm-hmm. tonight because, hey, I mean, let me tell you. <laughs> and then the devil just got slapped mad at me because I was praising God and not having a fit in here about, you know, water being messed up. Then he just sends right. something else, but we just give it over to God. You know, uh, enemy's not happy when, you know, he doesn't seem like he's having his way, but it's all right. Mm-hmm. We're going to forge on anyway. That's what we're here because for. Because you didn't get upset. You didn't lose your cool. That, because I didn't get upset, so he wanted to send something else. You get me? And so with this other situation, I had just had to walk on away from there. I've been studying up on some stuff involving that, so I just Said, I'm not going to participate in this, and they didn't like it, so but it's okay. And guess what? I kept my peace. Ha! It's nothing like right. having your peace. You know, people try to come and rob you of your peace. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, you're not going to get my peace. I'm not just to lay my peace out for somebody to just trample all over. No, no, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, Angel, something you want to, in particular, uh, particularly, you'd like to share? No, I mean, you gave me, I'm, I'm thinking you're confirming what God is having me um, study and, and been having me crush and, and, and um, study certain scriptures about that and stuff. And so it's like confirmation um, because. Uh, yeah, though. Yeah, like you were saying about me. Mm, what God is calling you and, and not waiting for man to tell you where you were calling uh, God, you know, you need to lead you into mm, that. You want to be. Yes. So that's, and, you know, I never you know, thought I that in scripture like that before. Yeah, with, with, with Saul and David. You know, what if, what if David mm-hmm. had agreed with Saul and said, yeah, I'm just this little boy, I'm just a little shepherd boy. And no, but God had prepared David when he was out there with the sheep, he had prepared mm. him. He had mm-hmm. he had him, you know, take down that lion and that bear. 
But when it came right. down to, came around to taking down the giant, God had already prepared him. But see, Saul couldn't see that. You know, people can't see some things in you. Ha! Right. You know, they're calling it as they can see in the natural. See, Saul wasn't spiritually led. You know, he was he he was just about you know all like people around you. They're into the flesh. It's only what they can see. He didn't know who he was mm-hmm. talking to. He didn't have a clue. People didn't know what, he didn't have a clue what David had been through to prepare him for that moment. People don't have a clue, Angela, what God has used to prepare Mm -hmm. you for where he's taking you. They don't have a clue. That's why we don't need to listen to folk. We need to listen to the spirit of God who knows where we've been. He knows what he brought us out of. He knows where he has us now, and he knows where he's taking us. My God, mm-hmm. man doesn't know that. They may have a, you know, you may have a friend that has understood that you've gone through some stuff, but they don't know you like God knows you. They don't know how right. God has prepared you. They don't know that you're ready, Angela, to slay giants. My God, glory, hallelujah. Mm. My, my, my. Glory to God. Glory mm-hmm. to God. Hallelujah. My God, Jesus, my God. Some of y'all listening tonight, you better know God has prepared you to slay giants. My God, that which you are looking at, that you think is not able to come down, watch God. Watch God. Watch God. And just like David had that little rock, that little smooth stone and a slingshot, who would have thought he would be able to take down a giant with that? God's going to put some stuff in some people's hands that they're going to be amazed at what God's going to use it to do. Mm. My God. Mm. You know why? So nobody mm, yeah. will be able to but God. You won't be able to take the credit. Man won't be able to take the credit. Only God will be able to take the credit for what he's going to put in your hand to take some giants down. I know this is for somebody tonight. Amen. Use what you got. My God, use what's in your hand. God has put some stuff on the inside. Just like Angela, God has put something on the inside of you to take down giants. To make ways where it seems to be no way. To walk into places that you never thought you would walk into. We call it forth tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, glory, hallelujah. Mm. My, my, my. Glory, glory, glory. Jesus, it is not by accident or happen chance. That this word is coming forth tonight because somebody needs to know you better use what you got in your hand. Mm -hmm. David used what he had in his hand, and he didn't bow to the authority that was trying to supersede the authority of God. My God, how many people out there got people in their life that are trying to supersede the authority of God in your life, and you've allowed it to happen? God is letting you know, no more. I feel the spirit of God saying, 
My people perish because of lack of knowledge. You got some knowledge tonight that God is releasing so that you can be released to do what God has called you to do. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right. Well, this has been powerful, Angela. Thank you so much for starting us off with a bang. Thank you. (laughs) You started us off. Well, thank you. All right. Any prayer requests? I forgot thank to add you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, well, if you could just pay for um, a friend of mine, her name is Jan. She's going through uh, surgery. So, um, Jan? Okay. Her name is Jan. She has cancer and she's okay. got to have surgery. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, thank you, Lord. That Angela has remembered Jan tonight. And, Lord, she's brought you before. She's brought her before you and Lord we know and we stand in agreement we know you are a a powerful all-knowing mighty God you are a healer you are a deliverer and Lord you are a compassionate God so we place her in your hands God and we ask that those who will be uh, doing the surgery Lord You touch their hands, and you help them to do a work that's directed by you. Lord, we thank you for success. We thank you for recovery. We thank you for peace for her as she will rest in knowing that you are the God that is in control. And, Lord, I don't know her state of, of being as far as a believer, but God, if she is, I know God, that she will understand that you are a God who is faithful. And, Lord, that you are a healer and you are a deliverer. And, Lord, we just ask that you touch the hands of the surgeons and that you continue to give her peace and give her rest. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Angela. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You enjoy your week. And we'll be talking to you again. All right. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. Amen. Amen. I talked a while tonight, y'all. I got to move on. Let's see here. Oh, let's see. All right. Our next caller is eight. Seven zero four one five. Who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Shavonda, Arkansas. Hi, Shavonda. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm good. I'm so glad you're good. All right, let's talk to you a little bit later. Let's pray. Put your name down here. All right. Lord, we just thank you for Shavanda. Lord, we just thank you for uh, the peace of God flowing over her, overtaking her, as if you would be standing under a powerful waterfall. Let the peace of God saturate her. Let the power of God saturate her. 
Let the wisdom of God saturate her. Let the love of God saturate her. Let her just drown in your love. Let her drown in your compassion. Let her drown in the power of God. Let the anointing of God rest heavy on her as she is drenched with the presence of God that will enable her to sustain anything that she is up against, that what has come to bring her down, she will resist it because of the power of God that has overtaken her life to strengthen her, to be able to be so strengthened that she is walking knowing that she has a power and authority that is not of this world. My God, my God, walking with a new understanding and a new revelation that her life has been touched by a God who created the universe. And with the God who created the universe, he's empowered her to walk with new authority, new power, new understanding, taking back ground from the enemy. I see you're walking out. My God, I see that the overwhelming love and power of that waterfall that represented the authority and the power and the love and the compassion of God that drenched you. Now you're setting out. My God, you're setting out on a journey to take back what the enemy has stole. You're walking out to claim new territory and to take back territory that the enemy thought he had his hand on. Snatching it back. In the name of Jesus, walk on, girl, walk on, walk on and take your ground. Take your place because you have been empowered by the spirit of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right, Shavonda, how are you? I'm I'm low in my voice, but I'm still saying that I'm good because all is well. That's how I have my mindset. All is well. All is going to be well in spite of it's going to be well. So, um, and I, I thank God for the prayer because I literally just wrote something down about <laughs> how you were just talking about uh, David and Goliath and then, um, yeah, about your enemies. I just wrote a prayer down, mm-hmm. basically. So as as you were saying earlier about how you've been going through spiritual warfare, well, oh, Lord, have mercy. It's going around, but you know that's, <laughs> that's a part of execution or walking this walk. And I'm just, you know, I'm trying my best to stay steadfast. And I don't even want to say I'm trying. Mm-hmm. You know, let's break my memory. I don't even want to find I'm what I'm supposed to do <laughs> in the book of James. Amen. Yeah, be a doer of the word. Yeah, that's what it is, God. Thank you for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. And not a hearer only. Yes, yes. So I'm just walking like walking this walk, walking this walk. The days haven't been easy, but... You know, it is, it is, it's a fight. Yeah. 
Well, I just want you to begin to prophesy over your life. I want you to begin to speak those things that be not as though they were. Because I, you know, what I was seeing is that you had a downpouring of the the power of God coming on you, on your life, to help you walk through and uh, come out victorious. And when, you know, after the saturation of the anointing and the power of God and the love of God, the compassion of God for you, after you received the empowerment of that, you were able to walk out where no man could even begin to tell you that your God wasn't able. It was it was like you, you know, like you you, you just got saturated to the point that your very being was walking and moving and having its being because you knew who gave it to you. And you were walking out with an authority and a power and an understanding. I can go forth and I can take the land. I can take what's mine. I can tread on scorpions and scorpions. I can walk forth and I can go into the places and do the things that God is calling me to. Why? Because he spent time empowering me and I spent time with him in his presence to receive this. And so God is, is letting you know he's equipping you. I sense that he's equipping you. <clears throat> you don't have to, excuse me, you don't have to worry about what it looks like. God is letting you know walk in the power and the authority that he's already given you. And know that his love and compassion is for you. <clears throat> excuse me. Mm, got dry. Amen. I'm about to look. Praise. I know you have some more people to get to. I'm about to, you know, I'm going to lose it with some praise because I just, I needed that, but I, that's what, I felt it. You know, I, I literally felt it as if, like you, I think you just said something about as if he was close to me or something like that. As if, as if it was literally, his, I know you said downpouring, but as if he was just literally, you know, Something about being close to me, but yeah, yeah, I, I mean, literally really like feel- overtaking. Yeah, I mean, so you know that, you know, it, he, you know, when someone is close to you, <clears throat> it's like God moved in. He he's wrapped you up and he's empowered you, and he's given you what you need. Your weapons of warfare, you know, are mighty, and you're walking out with a new understanding that I've been equipped because God has actually given me everything I need to go in and take what's mine to walk yeah. in that place of authority. Because why? I've been close to him. I, I spent time with him. I've hung out with him. And he's yeah. given me something that I need, everything that I need to attain whatever yeah. it is he's got for me because of that. Yeah, I mean, I saw you walking out. You was a bad girl. You was getting ready to walk on in there, not in a bad sense. But you were walking out with like, okay, I, I'm ready now. You know, remember back, you're probably too young, but back in the old Western shows, you know, I grew up back in the Roy Rogers, Dale Evan days, and 
uh, what I'm giving, I'm telling them, telling them, telling y'all, walking out with the gun smoke, you know, the gun smoke days. And um, I don't know if you remember, you probably don't know nothing about those shows, but gun smoke. I, uh, I remember, I, they still come on to some, most of them. On, I, yeah, I was watching on the, oh, yeah, on the other thing, yeah, on those apps. Yeah, what was those? Yeah. My mom used to love gun smoke. And uh, what was that other one? And um, what's the, I, I, oh, the Lone Ranger. So, yes. you know, how they, you know, you go into those towns and, you know, the guy swings open the gate, the bar door or something, and he steps out into the street and he's walking like, okay, I'm ready. That's how I saw you walking. I, you're not coming out of a bar, but you well, were just walking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you were walking. You, you had that same walk, you know, how they just push that door open and say, it's like you had spent time with God. God has empowered right. you. You just come up out of all of that drenching. I mean, I saw this waterfall just overtaking you. You were drenched, and as it was drenching you, it was empowering you with everything you needed, like a refreshing, a cleansing, a, 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 a downpour of authority being poured over you. And then you came up out of that thing, and you were like that guy, you know, and back in the West, and they swing that door open, and then you start to step out there in the street, and he was like, I'm ready now. I've been empowered. Yes, yes. That's I'm, that's confirmation because I about got to the point. You know, you say you fed up, but are you really fed up to the point where you're ready to just do something about it? Because God's gonna do His part. Are you gonna do your part? That's about I'm about ready. You know, about I don't got that. Yeah, I mean, you were like, just, yeah, push that door open and just said, "You out here? You taking ground? I'm walking out now." I ready. I I'm ready. I've been with God. He's he's shared some yeah. things with me. He's empowered me. Now I'm walking out. You're walking out, girl. You swing right. that door wide open and walk on out there. Glory. Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You know. I know. I, my, I have some strange things that I see. <laughs> I mean, it's not really strange because I have a, a, I don't know, different imagination, not imagination, but I see things like that too sometimes. Praise God. Yeah, that's just kind yeah. of how I saw it. It was like, hey, walk on out, girl. <laughs> take take your rightful place. You know what God's calling you to and, and be confident. There you go. Yeah. Be confident yeah. that the God that you serve is against, uh, God, 
I know the man's name was James Arnett. That was the that was the actor. What was his name? I can't remember what his name. Matt Dillon. That's it. Matt Dillon. Okay. And it was played yeah. by an actor called James Arnett. And my mom used to always oh, watch. Man, that was her show every day. She had to watch Gunsmoke. And uh, right, you know, nobody was gonna deal have any. You know, they couldn't handle James Arnett or Matt Dillon. They couldn't handle him. And when he he walked yeah. out in the street, it was it was over with. It was over with. It was done. When you walk out in the street, yes. you've been equipped with the things of God, Javonda. It's done. It's finished. Amen. All you got to do is, all Matt Dillon had to do was walk out in the street. Everybody cleared. You remember, they run into the saloon or run hide behind a business building when they saw, you know, a gunfight getting ready to start. But they knew who was going <laughs> to win. They knew yeah. it was Matt Dillon. I mean, when he walked out, it was, oh, oh, here comes Matt Dillon. Let's Let's clear the way. Let's clear the way. Let's get ready to drag that other body out to the side because Matt has showed up, and uh, that's that's kind of like what it's going to be. When you show up, because who you got backing you, Shavonda, you got God backing you. Yes. Yes. Right. You know what? I just sense to tell you, this is something we're laughing about, and it's funny, and it's cute. But it's almost it like I sense to tell you, God says, I sense God wants to let you know, I want to empower you like that, that when you take your place, that devil's going to have to, they're going to be hiding because the enemy's going to know what she got hiding down there that I can't see that she might pull out. Amen. My God. What has God given her? What has he equipped her with that I can't see? I can't see it, but, you know, he's he going to stand there because he want to kind of try to defy you, just like Goliath tried to defy the the, 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 the child, that, that young man who came out with the smooth stone. He was coming against the, the armies of God, but he didn't know yeah. what was, he didn't even know what God had up his sleeves when he sent David out there. Yes. You know, because enemy's wow. not going to know what you have up your sleeves when he sends Shavonda out there with the backing of God. <laughs> Amen. My God. It's getting better and better. <laughs> it is. It is. And I'm oh. not going to be by myself. That's the best part. I'm not gonna, I may be by myself, but I won't be by myself. No, you're not. You're never alone. You're never right. alone. You are Amen. never alone. Hallelujah. My God, he is awesome. You know, he's just awesome. He's just awesome. Wow. Anything in particular you wanted some prayer for? No, ma'am, because basically I don't even I don't even know how we got Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I was going hey to pray for somebody pray for me because you know what? Yeah, but I'm a little wild. <laughs> I'm a little wild over what? here. Right, it's not your fault because really, that's just how I need to Because I was just, it covered everything. Even the person, what I was gonna pray for, Lord have mercy. I was gonna say something about enemies against how the how is how is Lord. I can't even talk. Lord, you got me excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, it affected the other person and myself and what was going on. But that's, mm-hmm. I, that's nothing else that needs to be said. 
I don't got to stutter now because when I get to stutter, I'm, about, I'm trying to hold it together. I'm really trying to hold it together because I know you got, got to go through the rest of the program. I got to get, when I get on mute, I'm going to have to lose it and praise God over here. I don't got to stuttering and I'm hot. <laughs> and the baby looking at me. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. God is awesome. Amen. Well, you know, one thing about God, it's like, you know, you just never know what, what's up. You know, you don't know what he's doing. And that's the awesome thing about it is that we don't know. And, and, and But we it all has to do with us walking in faith and built and our faith being built, you know, because we don't know. But then, like, we don't need to know anything except for the fact that God is who he said he is. And he's going to do whatever it is. He said he's going to do. We just have to have faith that he is God. And he's, hey, he's God. He doesn't change. You know? He's God. And watching that. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Well, I'm so glad I was able to, um, you know, enjoy this time with you. (laughs) Talking about gun smoking and whatever else. Yes. You know? Yes, ma'am. I got to turn this heat off now. I got real hot. Oh, the fire is oh. a blaze. So you're, you're in Arkansas. Is it cold out there? Well, it got, yeah, it got real chilly because of the cold fronts that come, came through from the storm and turned the heat on just to keep it a little warmer, a warmer temperature. Oh, okay. it, it really was. It really was chilly, but now I'm so hot out. I was fine, so we got friends. But you know, that's how the whole spirit works. <laughs> that is so true. Well, yeah, and I can understand that. Yeah, we had a hot. It was it was warm here today. I think it was mid eighties, but we've had some really odd weather where it's been cool in the mornings and you know, kind of cool during the day. It's really you know, this time of year. I was looking at some pictures I had placed on Facebook about six years ago of me with my grandkids, and we were out at a at the state park, they have like it was. I see it was Easter weekend. It was at a state park not too far from me, and they have like a splash pad, and they were in the splash pad. And I was like, "Man, we haven't even had this. Is probably about the warmest it's been in a little while." So I mean, it went warm and then it got cold a day or two, and then, so I was like, "Boy, this is weird." And I'm looking back and I'm thinking, six years ago, it was hot enough for them to be in a splash pad on this day. I'm like, "Right, wow, this." But, you know, so that was yesterday. Yesterday was a little cooler than today. And there's no way I would have gone near any water. But um, right. all right, well, I'm glad we kind of, you know, got things a little warmer <laughs> for you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. The Holy Spirit did anyway. Thank you. God bless you. And I'm going to still continue to pray for you, too. Oh, please do. I, I covet your prayers. All right. Yes. Well, you be blessed. And we look forward to Seeing what God does next. <laughs> Enjoy yes, your week, you Shavonda. Yes, ma'am, you too. All right. Good night. All right. So exciting. You know, God, people, we just, I don't know. He's different, y'all. 214-415, this is Angela Joy, and who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Hi, it's Barbara from Texas. Yes, Barbara from Texas. Our Texas, our Texas Rose. Is that a song or something? 
hot are you? <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I both sit at a shop. And I just heard hills and valleys and hills and valleys and hills and valleys. Hallelujah. Glory be to God through hills and valleys, through hills and valleys. Has he walked with you so closely, Barbara? Through hills and valleys and hills and valleys. But his love has grown and your love for him has grown. It's almost like I see you know, your relationship with God as, you know, you got, you're this, you know, even like you see in a natural, a couple and they're holding hands and they go through life and, but even through the hills and the valleys, through the hills and the valleys, you know, what God has joined together, let man, no man put asunder. It's like your relationship with God is like that. It's like, I've been with you, God, and you've held my hand. And even though there have been times when the valleys have been low and the hills have been high, you have never, never, ever let go of my hand. Through the hills and through the valleys, through the night seasons, through times of trials and trouble, and even when the sun is shining, you've never let go of my hand. And I just sense such a a love relationship here through the hills and through the valleys, through the night seasons. Your appreciation, I just feel of this great love and this appreciation for this God who has been with you through it all. And he sees that, Barbara. I sense like I feel like the Lord wants you to know that he appreciates the devotion. He appreciates your faithfulness to him. He appreciates your continuing through it all with him. And just this this overwhelming feeling of devotion toward you because of your devotion towards him through the hills and through the valleys. And through the night seasons, God is appreciative. He's appreciative of it all, Barbara. He's appreciative of it all. Hallelujah. Hmm. You know, Barbara, there are blessings attached to that, you know. So, I mean, I'm not saying that I heard anything particular about a blessing, but it's like God is just, um, you know, he's he's appreciative of the love and the devotion that you have, you know, for him through all, through it all, through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God through it all, through it all. I've learned. To depend upon God's word. Oh, through it all, through it all, 
I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God through it all. Through it all. I've learned to depend upon God's word. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I have learned to trust in God. Oh, through it all. Through it all. I've learned to depend upon your word. Oh, through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon God's word. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. We bless your name tonight, God. You alone are worthy. You alone deserve all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Who is like unto our God? Who is like unto our God? Our loving creator, God. Hmm, my, my, my. Glory. Barbara, you still with me? Yes. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, wow. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That was great. Awesome. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. He's such a good teacher. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Well, Barbara, anything you want to share with us? Yes, I've just been dancing and praising the Lord and just giving him the praise. And as I was praising him and just going before him my quiet time and I would just get up and dance again and then lay down. I'm so Lord, I'm so happy. I I just feel so uh honored um by him. I love him. And I was just talking to him and he said, uh, now that you passed the test through the hills and the valleys and the valleys and the hills, he said, Now there's a new level of anointing I've placed upon you. Mm, praise <laughs> and he said, now that's how you can get through it, um, the higher you go. So I was just mm-hmm. grateful. I'm just thanking him for it, you know, and um, just just excited, you know. And, uh, and I was Amen. just reading, you know. It's kind of like, you know, when you, you sometimes, I think people sometimes, or I'll say me, maybe like a little wounded lamb. 
And he said, after you've gone through so much, that's when you mm. wait, and you're waiting in his mm. presence, you know, longing for the good shepherd. <laughs> and I said, okay, Lord. So as I was doing my communion, I was just talking to him, and he was just giving me things to write. And, um, you know, it was like a refreshment, like a, um, mm-hmm. you know, when you're chosen, um, he said, mm-hmm. my chosen one, and, and he gives you, the, I was just thinking about Isaiah. He said, didn't I tell you that I would do a new thing, a brand new thing? Mm-hmm. See, I have Jeez. already, I've already begun. Don't you see it? Yeah. He just kept asking me, don't you see it? And mm-hmm. I was like, and, and one one lady, when she called me, she said, I feel like I've just been in the desert. And nothing to drink and nobody and this and that. I just, like, I'm in, you know, Egypt walking around. I, and, you know, and I began to encourage her. And I was just telling her that to just place herself in the posture for position mm. and place yourself for the presence of the Lord. And I mm. said, so when you keep doing that, then he gives you that, that refreshment. And I said, yeah. and that's the anointing, you know, and I was just thanking God for all the young ladies and everything y'all had been giving me was coming to pass. And uh, four or five God. ladies over here, another five or six over here, and 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 then I got a call and asked, would you do this, would you do that work? And I said, sure, sure, because, God. you know, we just know to do it. You don't need confirmation. You just need to walk in it and do it. So I was just thinking about the proposal. Yeah, kind of like what's talking tonight. You know, um, Mm -hmm. when God's giving you something to do, you just do it. You don't need the approval of man. Now, of course, Mm -hmm. we know certain things in the natural, uh, you know, man is involved and has to, you know, open doors or whatever. But whatever God has for you, he knows how. If he has to work around that person or if he has to move that person to do what it is he needs to have done, don't you know he's God enough to do that? You know, even going back to what we were talking about with Saul and David. David, Mm -hmm. you know, he was appointed for the replacement of Saul. And even before really Saul had a real grasp of that, he later did get an understanding that, you know, that's why he hated David. So, but um, God knows how to remove people so that you can get into places that he wants you to get in. We don't even have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. We don't even have to be concerned about it. The only thing we have to be concerned about is that are we following God? That's it. Are we following God? Are we trusting in him? Are we being led by him? You know, and not by the flesh, of course. But, you know, God can just, just like I was saying, you know, God sees what we need before we even ask. Like the guy who walked down to my house with a pair of pliers in his pocket. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Didn't even know he was going to need those pliers to come in here to tighten the screw on my faucet so it would stop the water. But he was prepared mm-hmm. with it in his pocket when he walked. He didn't have to say, hey, I got to go back home and get up, you know, and that would have been fine too, you know. 
But it was just, mm-hmm. I think God allowed it to happen in such a way that he knew that I would know it was nobody but God. You know, no no act of the flesh too much involved. You know, basically it's just, you know, somebody walks in your house with a pair of pliers in their pocket that didn't even know they were coming to your house to tighten your water thing up. You know, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. God is an amazing God. Oh, wow. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. So, and I did, Um, you know, I I, mm -hmm. did say the word word blessing, and then you came back and affirmed that it was God speaking because you were saying something about, what, about taking you to new heights, you know? You passed Mm -hmm. the test. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was hearing I wasn't sure if it was me or God You know about the blessings that God wants to bestow On you because of the obedience Because of trusting in him Through all of the ups and downs And whatever and then you came right mm-hmm. and said mm-hmm. Hey you know yeah this This God has already been speaking To me about what he's going to do So yeah mm-hmm. God is good I have a Testimony yeah. on that part because Um I took my um, granddaughter's little, I think it's like a Scion, little Toyota, little car. And mm-hmm. um, and the favor was that when I got ready uh, to pay for the oil change, um, he said, you know what? He said, I'm not going to charge you anything. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I looked because I knew the oil change was at least 60 some dollars. And um, mm. because, it, you know, the synthetic oil and all of that, and it had to have a certain oil in that little engine. Um, my eyes got so big, I'm like, wow, that's the favor of God. And so mm. maybe two weeks later, I came back, and there was a different person. And I said, can you show me what oil I can buy to put in this car? Because I know it's in a silver bottle, and I know how much it costs, and da, da, da. But at the same time, I was saying, Lord, I don't even have a penny. How am I going to do this? Where can I pull it from? And I said, I just started singing, going up the aisle, and then finally the man said, ma'am, can I help you? And I said, would you look and see what type of oil? And I said, I don't think that that's the right oil, but I said, I'll let you put it in anyway. And so I hear this weird sound, but I know that it needs more oil. He said, but we just changed that oil. I said, well, thank you for checking. He said, can you bring the car back around and let me look at it? And I'll check everything on it. And he said, and by, I said, well, I don't know if I can uh, pay for it like that. He said, I tell you what, what if I tell you that I'll fill it up, I'll put all the oil in and put all your fluids in for nothing, for free? Wow. He said, how about that? I said, you will? And he looked at me, and I was, like, just smiling. (laughs) And I said, Lord, I didn't even have anything to put towards it. But I was going to do it by faith, even if I had to do it like credit or something. And he said, no, don't worry about it. He said, when you pull it around, he said, that's why I asked you to pull it around, because I know what I got to do. He said, because you just got it um, changed. And I said, yes, I'm the lady that had to go get the part and then come back and get my place in line. And so I was like, Lord, this is favor. I mean, I'm actually seeing it. it Everywhere I go, no charge. Here, ma'am, take this. Here, ma'am, I messed up your order here. You can have that and then the other. And then if I order some, like, little ice cream or 
something. They said, oh, man, you can just have it. Just take it. Uh, wow. But I didn't want very much. You know, and I'm just looking at how God keeps fixing everything, you know, like the hills, mm-hmm. the valleys. And, and I'm like, wow, when you obey the Lord, he, it will pay off well, when you serve the Lord. Yeah, because like you just said in that song, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. You walked in mm-hmm. there trusting God, and look what happened. You walked in there yeah. knowing that he's a God you can trust. He's a God that will make a way when it looks like there is no way. You walked in mm-hmm. there with the, with the, with the manifestation. Uh, to bring forth the manifestation of who you know God is to be in your life and who he is. You walked in there mm-hmm. with that. You know, you learned yes. to trust in Jesus. Through, through yes. it all. Through, it, through all. it all. Through it all. And with an expectation that God was going to do everything that he said he was going to do, that the promises that he's made to you, the yes, yes and amen, I mean, through it all, you know, and because yeah. you've lived your life, you know, you walked in there trusting that God was going to work it out. So, so that song, mm-hmm. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God through mm-hmm. it all, everything, it from all. the oil change to, to whatever mm-hmm. else you are expecting God to do. Yes, through it the all. roses. <laughs> through it all. Yes, through it all. Yes. Through it all. Oh my! <laughs> yes, yes. So yes. I don't know. I just, I just know God is. He's everything that He says He is, and more. And um, mm-hmm. not that. I mean, and it's so amazing. And you, when you know that God has brought you out of one thing, you know, just be ready for the enemy to try to try, uh, try you or tempt you in another way, in another area, because. He mm-hmm. wants to doubt our faith. He wants us to, you know, but we just have to know that it's just a lie from the enemy. The enemy's trying to get us off course, and um, we just keep going. Like, right after I got that blessing uh, of seeing how God worked that out for me, like I said, I was, like, shocked when the um, – and, see, I had a leak over by the watcher, and I'm thinking it's the watcher, and I'd already paid somebody to come and – kind of put the holes longer so it wouldn't leak, come back up and leak out. And so, I I mean, I know the water heater was old, and it probably had never been replaced since this house has been built. And um, But I really didn't think about it. But it, it took the water faucet breaking for me to call the company that's my home warranty company and say, I also have a leak. So when the guy came out and, and said, well, I have to pick out what color faucet you want, then I said, he says, where's the leak? And I says, well, it's over by the washer. And he came back. He says, I don't think it's your washer. You need a new water heater. So it was like, and I was getting so frustrated with the fact that this water kept coming in there and I couldn't. And he says, ma'am, that water's coming from your water heater. You know, it's $1,100. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, you better be thinking, God, yeah, who you have because you won't pay nothing but $100. All I paid was a $100 service fee. And I pay each month, you know, a, a fee. But um, mm-hmm. he says because, you know, this would have cost you eleven, twelve hundred dollars He says, and now that I'm out here, just call him back and let him know that it's not the washer. 
uh, hose that has a leak, it's your water heater that's leaking. So because mm-hmm. of the faucet, the other issue got solved, and I got a brand-new water heater, and um, praise God, you know. It's like it was just – and then it was all done. It happened Saturday night. By 10, 30, 11 o'clock the next day, everything was finished. It was fixed. Yes. Wow. God is amazing. That's amazing. amazing. That is amazing because I've never seen them move that quickly on – a service request. Usually I have to wait a few days. I mean, this happened resurre- the eve of resurrection Sunday and Monday morning by 11 o'clock, everything was installed, fixed, and he was gone. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Amazing, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amazing. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah. And I Beautiful think, you know, testimony. guys and everybody who's listening, guys, I really believe it's tied in to gratitude. It's tied into our thankfulness for what God has done. I think if I had pitched a fit, I think I'd probably be waiting right now for stuff to be fixed. I really believe that. But because I just I chose not to go that route, God mm-hmm. said, I'm going to show out for you. Ah, glory be to mm-hmm. God. Because you didn't go that route. God, see, I, I feel like he says, I'm going to show out for her. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this thing. I'm going to do it quickly. She's not going to even have to even. I mean, the man woke me up, you know, because I work. Yeah. Let's see, I'm used to being up late because I don't get off work till 1 a.m. So I usually don't get in bed until about 2 or 3 in the morning. So he woke me up Monday morning because I was up late Sunday night and last Sunday night. And he woke me up at like 8.15. Uh, ma'am, I'm here. Uh, I'm calling to get over there and get your your faucet uh, fixed. I was like, huh? <laughs> wow. Okay. So oh. by 9, 9.30, he was here. And by 11 o'clock, 11.30, they were gone. And it was all mm. done. Look at God. My God. I think it has oh a lot to do with gratitude. You know, us being yeah. grateful. My favorite song right now is Gratitude by Brandon Lake. I'm telling you, they sing it in church today, and I just, man, we were, I was, man, let me tell you, I love that song. I don't think we have it on here. Brandon Lake, um, it's called Grat- Gratitude. And um, mm-hmm. that just, woo! Um, wow. You, but yeah, it, it's all connected to gratitude. Um you know, we have to be grateful. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What God was doing. Well, I'm just oh, amazed yes. at how, how the Lord is just moving really quickly. And um, and I was just walking around my yard looking, and the grass was turning so green, and I was just looking at all the beautiful flowers. And I said, well, EGN, wow, look at these flowers. <laughs> What? When you said they probably think we awkward and stuff, but when you see the signs and miracles, and you know, and when the Lord delivered this one and fixed this and that, and you know, He said that raise the dead, cast out devils, and heal the sick, mm-hmm. and I was just looking at my body, how different it was just feeling when we just obey and and you know, and everybody was talking about the vitamins and this and that, and I was just so grateful that. I said, Lord, I don't feel anything. 
And I, I, you know, and when you spend time in his presence and just do, just, just, you know, and do the best that you know to do that is right. Yes. And, and listening mm-hmm. to the Lord and not people, but you got to listen to the Lord. And then yes. it all just comes together, identifying yes. and recognizing and seeing the, the hand of God, blessing mm. after blessing yes. after blessing. Yes. I'm so grateful. Yes. Yes. I'm so grateful. Aren't we grateful? We, and, yes, and that's we it. That's the key. I know it's the key. I believe that's something that, you know, God is wanting to let us really understand tonight. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. Be grateful. Yeah. yeah. God wants Just thank you for all your prayers. I'm just grateful. And I thank God for you and, and different ones that come on and, you know, and give us the truth, the word, the word of God. So I just want to thank you and uh, Prophet Randy and everyone that make this possible. Amen. So, just... Amen. Well, I appreciate you, Barbara, and then thank you for calling in and being an, an encouragement, you know, uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, just coming on and being a part of what God is doing with Prophetic Grace Network, you know, just what you talk about and the sharing of what God is doing in your life, that is such an encouragement mm-hmm. for others to know that, you know, they can access this too. It's available for mm-hmm. them too. You know, whatever yeah. you're going through, you know, he's not a God who's a respecter of person. He mm-hmm. is a God who will manifest his presence, his blessing on you when you just walk mm-hmm. with him, when you have that relationship with him. He will mm-hmm. do it for you too. And so it's so encouraging when, you know, you come on and others come on just to share how God is moving in your life because that's such an encouragement to others. You know, God, I thank you. You're moving in Mm -hmm. your life. You can move in mine. And so thank you for sharing, Barbara. And and I I want the Lord. I know you have other callers, but I thank God because when you were talking about the hills and the valley, I was thinking about the turbulence. And when we are too low, the turbulence and different things begin to happen. Well, I mm-hmm. was just grateful because I had to rise above the turbulence. I had to go. It's just like when the airplane, you feel the turbulence when when they're too low. And, right. and the Lord was telling me to rise, rise up, go a little higher. And he said, then you, it, you know, the anointing, it takes you through. It, it takes you mm-hmm. through over all of the turbulence, you know. So I'm just thanking God because I've just been so happy that the Lord would deliver you out of your tribulations and whatever you're going through. Come up higher. He's calling us up higher, higher. And yes. so I'm just grateful, yes. you know. Amen. I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Well, we thank you for sharing okay. it because, like I said, thank it's you. all about thank us. You. A body of, we're the body of Christ and, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a part. We're a part of what God is doing. Amen. Thank Amen. you. I enjoy the oh. testimony. I'm going to let you go to the next right. caller, but thank you, guys. I love you. All it. right. Well, thank you, Barbara. Barbara, love you, and thank you. Thank you. Good All thing. right. All right. Good night. Good night. Amen. God is good. All right. So we're going to move to our next caller. 
Yeah, you know what? And, you know, it's very important that I ask, you know, what, you know, you all when you're on here about something you want to share because it's so important for us to share what God is doing. It's such an encouragement to to hear what God is doing in other people's lives. And it builds our faith to know that if he did it for her, he can do it for you. He will. Just have the faith. All right, let's go to 662806. This is Angela Joy. And who am I speaking with? Hi, Angela Joy. This is Cynthia from Mississippi. Hi, Cynthia from Mississippi. How are you tonight? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I am good. Praise God. He's still on the throne. So I am I am good. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for being on the throne. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we just lift up um, Cynthia tonight. You say you're in Mississippi, Cynthia? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Well, praise God, God, for Cynthia in Mississippi. And, Lord, I just see, Cynthia, I see, like, I don't know, just I see, like, steps being taken. And um, there's some rugged, rugged stuff that you're going to step, that you're stepping on. But it seems like, praise God, it seems like there's, like, I don't know if I can even describe this enough for you to understand what I'm saying. I see, like, feet being, uh, your the feet are moving and they're like um, they're on stone. I don't know if you've ever seen like when like there's water or something and then there might be stones placed in the water that you have to walk on to get to the other side. And this particular instance, I I see feet that are bare. So that means that when you hit when your feet hit the stone, it's gonna cause some friction or pain because your bare feet are hidden rugged territory or rugged terrain. But it's like you don't have a choice but to walk on this rugged terrain because, I mean, there are stones that are placed in the water. And in order for you to get to the other side, you've got to put your feet on the stone and keep it moving, you know, step by step on the rugged on the rugged stone, but it's like you're taking the steps, even though there's a little bit of, uh, you know, irritation, there's some discomfort, but you know that if you continue, even though there is some struggle a little bit now uh, with the flesh, with the feet hitting the rough, rough edges of the stone, there is the other side. And so I just sent to tell you, to be encouraged, that even though there are some steps that will be not too pleasant, there may be some irritation, there may be some rough places that don't feel too good and and may not be too comfortable, but you know you're headed to the other side. You know you're headed to better conditions. You're headed to better situations. And right now it might be discomforting. Right now, it may seem uh, a little bit of a struggle, uh, but there is the distance ahead that's going to smooth its way out, and you're going to make it to where God is calling you to, even though it's a little bit of discomfort right now. God, I believe, is saying he's going to strengthen you to the end. 
So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that even though there may be some discomforting in the steps that she's got to take to make it to where she's supposed to go, she is going to continue to go on because she knows that there is victory on the other end. She knows that the destiny that she's headed to is the one that God has set up for her and has ordained for her, and it may be discomforting now, but it's not going to be this way always because you're going to get to smooth the terrain when you continue to press on in to where God is calling. So we thank you tonight for Cynthia. We thank you for the endurance for the race. We thank you for the equipping for the race. We thank you, Lord, that even though there may be discomfort, God, we thank you that you're going to preserve and you're going to restore and you're going to build her into who she's called to be because she went out on faith. And even though it wasn't a pleasant thing at times, the steps were a little bit hard. She's going to go forth and do whatever it is you're calling her to. She's going to make it to the other place, to that other side. And we thank you, God, for that. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. <clears throat> so how's it going, Cynthia? Well, I had I I I kinda I mean I know you what you're talking about is is getting to the other side of the plan of what God's leading me to, but I had to laugh or giggle or in my myself <laughs> okay. because I just signed up for a um, gym. <laughs> a gym? And so I know there's going to be discomfort. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, but I want to get to the other know. side of getting in shape. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, Cynthia, that's too funny. <laughs> so when did, you, when did you start this journey? I haven't started it yet. I signed up and I haven't started it. Um, I'm hopefully going to start it in the morning. <laughs> oh, you're starting it in the morning. That's too funny. In the that- morning. <laughs> Well, you know, God is amazing. <laughs> yes. That is amazing. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I thought, and you know, it was a funny part of it <clears throat> is that you have bare feet. There's, they're, they're bare feet. I thought bare feet. <laughs> you know, so who's going to be out barefooted trying to, excuse me, step on rocks that, they know are it's uncomfortable. You know? right. That is so funny. Oh my God. Yeah, well that's all I saw was that you were trying to walk on these rocks that you already know it's difficult to walk on and you don't have on any shoes. And <laughs> you know. And like I said, that's all I saw. I didn't I didn't get any like instruction like as far as what this is. All I saw bare feet hitting rough terrain and but you're gonna be okay. <laughs> and you even used the word build me up. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. Oh my gosh. 
Oh, which boy. those whites well, will Cynthia. be doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just basically is like God is concerned about every aspect of our life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything that concerns us concerns him. Yes. Yes, oh, and I've been so dreading awesome. going. Even though I was oh, excited really? about joining. Yes, I'm, I'm very excited about joining, but I was dreading going. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, well. Well, um, well I, I, that, I mean, if that's what you kind of think the Lord is talking about, then that's that's very encouraging. Well, I mean, it's it's um, I'm sure He's talking about the way you meant it too, but it also made me giggle because of that. And okay. so, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you can see the different aspects of it. <laughs> right, right. I mean. Hey, well, like I said, I didn't see anything in particular except for you trying to walk something that was difficult, you know? And um yeah. and the whole thing is with bare feet. I mean, you know, that's that was like what got me. It's like, you know, that the barefooted thing that was um Yeah, that's kind of um curious that. Um, yeah, yeah, I was okay. like Got no shoes on. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> so there's something I haven't been in peace about, would think, because the gospel of peace, the shoes. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, God is, you know, he, like I said earlier, he's concerned about everything that we're concerned with. So, um your health, you know, that's an aspect of, of health and trying to, you know, be fit. Hey, we all need to be fit, especially when in the kingdom, we need to be fit. Oh, this thing has died. I hope this, I don't know what's going on with my thing here. So is there anything in particular you want some prayer for? Uh, yes, um, there is. But before I, I say that, I wanted to tell you, I talked to you a while back, and you prayed for me to get my apartment. And um, moved, I've been right? in my apartment now for three. Huh? You had moved from another state, right? Yes, but I was living in an RV at the time, and I wanted to get out right, of the RV right. before winter. Well, um, I I was out of it before winter, and um, he just did it kind of a funny way. I moved in with my daughter because right when it turned cold, and I I stayed with her for two months until my apartment was ready, and they called me for my apartment. And so now I'm in the apartment that I've been waiting for for so long. Yes, yes. So I I wanted to tell you and say uh, thank you, Jesus, and and let you know that I did get it. And um, so I was so excited about that. Um, But but along with this apartment comes an unusual thing. Uh, They have inspections, which I've never heard of Mm. before. But um, so I want prayer that the inspection goes well. Amen. Yeah, I've been in a situation like that with inspections, so I don't know why. I guess people don't take care of property as well as they used to, um, you know, so I guess that's why they started inspections. 
so, um, Laura, we just thank you for uh, just giving Cynthia peace, peace about the inspection and letting her have an assurance that if God, you placed her there, she's secure and, and, and she can be secure in knowing that whatever God has given her, no man can take away. And Lord, as she is just, you know, faithful to do what she knows to do is right, we will, you know, you're there with her and that she can have peace concerning this. No anxiety, no anxiety, no anxiety in the name of Jesus. Uh, Be anxious for nothing. Nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Uh, Cynthia, it just seems like I feel like the Lord is saying, you know, that has been kind of a little issue maybe with you, Uh, anxiety and being anxious and it, it has caused some delays and some situations with you. but I, And I sense the Lord saying, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. And trust and rest in me in all things. Know that, you know, God is is with you and he's taking care of you. And you don't have to be anxious. You don't have to worry. You don't have to fret. And that, that seems like God is wanting me to tell you that, you know, that's, that has been something that has caused some hindrances in the past. So it's like, let it go. Let go of the anxiety. Let go of it all and know that you're resting in God. You do what you can do and the rest of it, you just leave to him. And God, we just thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that she has a peace that surpasses all understanding because she knows who her father is. She knows who takes care of her. If he watches over the sparrow, he watches over her. If he watches and he dresses the lilies of the field, he will watch and dress her. So Lord, we thank you as she just let the peace of God, the peace of God rule and reign in her heart. Let the peace of God rest on you, Cynthia. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yes. The peace of God. That is so true. That is so true. Yes. The peace of God. Anxious of wanting to find my spouse. (laughs) Um, That's why during this anxious time I have put on some weight that is now slowed everything, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I seem like I gave somebody else a similar word now that you mentioned something about a spouse. But yeah, anxiety and, you know, just just let God do it. Just, yeah, just, you know, and it seems like there's just been something that I just, Felt the Lord saying it's something that has caused an issue with other things, the anxiety. And then you say, of course, you know, this thing with wanting the relation or relationship. But, yeah, it's very important because we don't realize sometimes to the extent that, you know, God is wanting us to know how important it is for us to just trust him and rest in him and why some things don't happen is because of anxiety. So I go back to my situation with the faucet. Okay, so, 
And as I had said earlier, now I'm seeing a whole new perspective of it as well, not just being um, not thankful or grateful for what he's already, already done, but I also, when I took that mindset on of not being, you know, just consumed with it, I didn't get anxious about it. So that it had, I had anxiety about, you know, I could have been running around through the kitchen thinking, oh, my gosh, I got 15 people coming over here tomorrow. I don't have any water. What are we going to do? I just sat at the table. I mean, and I'm telling you, Cynthia, I can get pretty dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> You probably, hey guys, you probably already figured that one out. I can get pretty dramatic. I mean, I can get, you know, you know, really wild, you know. So, um, and you know, and the good part was I was thankful because I had cooked and everything was prepared. And actually, I think I was just getting the rinse out of bowl. Everything was, I think, was washed and and put out and ready, you know. Okay, but so I didn't, I didn't. Um, think, well, tomorrow they're coming, and we're going to need water to, even if I do the dishwasher, I'm going to need the water here in the kitchen to rinse off the dishes to put them in there. Da, 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 da. I mean, I could have gone to a whole nother level. I just yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so on top of, now you allowed me to kind of see, on top of just being thankful and grateful what he'd already done, I didn't get anxious about the situation. I didn't freak out. I didn't, oh, I'm going to do yeah, oh my gosh, you know, who wants to wash their their hands, you know, and their you know, or their their dishes or something in the toilet, I mean in the sink, in the kitchen, I mean in the bathroom with the toilet. You know, I I could have just gone to a whole nother level. And I could have gotten anxious about it. And do you know what? I think that would have been another thing that would have blocked God doing what he wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because it would have shown that I wasn't trusting him and relying on him to make sure everything was just going to work out fine in its time. You know, I mean, I actually thought, I mean, I've done it before, but it's been a while. I mean, I actually sat down and thought, Joy, you know, are you going to make any situations any better if you freak out? No. No, I'm going to be more exhausted because I've been up here. It's almost, you know, 10 o'clock. I've been cooking all day. So is that going to help you? No, it's not going to help me. Okay, so let's not do that tonight. We're having a So let's not do that tonight. Let's not get, you know, super hyper about this. This is kind of resting on, you know, okay, would that be all right? Yeah, sure. I'm just going to sit here. I'm just going to say, okay, God, thank you for what you've already done. I'm not going to freak out, you know. Okay. All righty. Comes the guy with the pliers in his pocket. Why? Because <laughs> I didn't freak out. I didn't freak out. <laughs> I didn't freak out. You've got to ask him why he had those pliers. I don't know. I mean, I just, <laughs> I'm like, he's got pliers in his pocket. He didn't even go in his house. That is I mean, really it something. Was just so amazing. So amazing. And it was all because, Cynthia, I think I didn't. Now you've added a new dimension to this whole thing. First, I was understanding it had to do with gratitude, when I know it does. I didn't freak out. 
I didn't get anxious. I was like, oh, okay, you know, well, guess what? I got to find somebody to give me some money to pay my $2,000 light. <laughs> it won't be that much, but, I mean, this water is going to run. I mean, I could have really just let my mind take me. You know, I, that commercial says, Calgon, take me away. I could have let this situation <laughs> yeah. take my mind somewhere. I mean, I could have been down, way down to the next week thinking, oh, my goodness, Lord, the water's not going to turn off. I've got an electric bill that's going to be $1,000 because this hot water is going to be flowing, you know, for days before the man's going to come and fix it. And, you know, oh, what am I going to do? And the amazing part about it, I only had to wait one day before the man showed up to actually fix the whole situation. But I think if I had freaked out, I might have been still waiting, Cynthia. Mm. <laughs> Be anxious for nothing. God, let me remember this the next time a situation <laughs> happens. I have been single. I have been single. 21 years this month. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, Cynthia, I have been single 10 years this month. Oh, I haven't even had a real date in 10 years, Cynthia. I haven't had oh. a date. I think maybe one time somebody I met online, and, and they visited from another state, and, you know, we had a nice conversation, had something to eat. That's the only date I've had in 10 years. I've been single for 10 years. And now I'm at the point where I don't know if I would want to share my life with somebody else. I know. I, it's I just mean, like, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting comfortable being alone, and but yet I don't like the lonely, yeah, loneliness. Right. And but you know Cynthia, this yeah, and that's a long time too, you know, um, yeah. to be single. That and is I a was, long time. I was apart from my husband for six years before the divorce. So oh wow, wow. Well, if it's any comfort to you, I was married for twenty eight, but I lived single for about twenty six of them. <laughs> I was married for twenty eight years. I was married for 28 years, and 26 yeah. of those years, I it was sort of an interesting sense of independence of each other, being independent of each other. So it was mm. interesting. So I it was almost like I look back and I think about it, and I was thinking he was basically preparing me to be single because it was like I was living married single anyway, you know, so – only part that really scared me the most or the divorce was the financial end of it because that part he did do, you know, decent with. And um, But as far as emotional, uh, you know, security or – I had none of that. I, you know, for 26 years, I didn't have – I didn't have emotional support. I didn't have – I didn't have that support. So that was nothing that I was going to miss. Once I got divorced, because I never had it really per se to begin with, two years of it, you know. So I think that's what has helped me most of the period of being divorced and, uh, you know, and all of this after that was because I was prepared to be single long before I was ever legally divorced. I basically lived my own life. 
I'm basically, you know, we did certain things together that were uh, expected in ministry. You know, you have your pastor, you expect to have your wife with you when you go certain places. And, you know, you have, you know, your children need to look decent and have some decent clothes on. <laughs> and your wife. <laughs> um, but so the stuff that brought um, the attention, the things that would have brought attention or caused brows to raise were taken care of, but nobody knew anything else about the real emotional damage that was going on and how I simply adjusted to being married single for 26 years. First two years we were married, married. Two years after that, you know, when children came, I was a married single woman for 26 years. And oh my goodness. I lived my life like that. So I didn't have so when the legal aspect of it happened, I was well prepared. The only thing that really bothered me was the financial end. And that pretty much uh played out because I got not one cent, not one cent of anything. So I did have a struggle financially just continuing to live on and maintain the lifestyle that I was accustomed to, but I had to do it off half of the salary that or money that used to be in the household. That was a little difficult. But other than that, I was very well prepared to be single. I already was single. So, um, anyway, yeah. But God is able to, you know, give you the desires of your heart, Cynthia. So, Lord, we just thank you for Cynthia tonight. And, Lord, we thank you, God that you see her heart, you see her need, you see that, you know, she she wants someone that will be someone that she can share her life with, that will share her life with you, with loving you. So, Lord, we just thank you, God, that you cause her or allow her to understand not to be anxious for anything because we don't want it delayed because of it. We want it to happen right as you want it to happen. And when it happens, it'll be right on time. So, Lord, thank you for Cynthia. Thank you for her love and her devotion to you. And, Lord, let her continue to trust you and to walk in peace and rest and that she will be anxious for nothing, nothing, because you are a God that supplies everything, everything. And, Lord, whatever it is, that you have for her in your will, let it be done. May it be done. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Yeah. All right, Cynthia, I know. I know. It's going to be Well, all thank right. you. You're welcome. For all the prayer. You're and, welcome. I'm um, so glad that. You've gotten, you know, an apartment and all that good stuff. And, you know, that's like a testimony that you can build on. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I will let you move on to get to some of the other callers. And thank you so much. You're welcome. And be sure to reach back out and, you know, talk some more. Sure will. All right. Thank Good night, you. Cynthia. All right. Good night. Bye. 
All right. Amen, amen. All right. So who's my next caller? Oh, I think I lost place here. Let me go back and see. Okay, let's go to 828-989. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? This is Jennifer from North Carolina. Hi, Jennifer. How are you tonight? Hi. Very well. Thank you. Enjoying your show. Amen. Yes. Amen. Gotcha. You know, just enjoying everybody's wisdom and um, God is good. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. So, guess what? We're going to wave a white flag of surrender. (laughs) Glory be to God. So, Lord, we just thank you for Jennifer's life. And, Lord, I just saw Jennifer, you know, just like flagging that. What does that white flag mean? It means we surrender. We surrender. We surrender. And, Lord, we thank you tonight for a surrendering heart. We thank you, Lord, that Jennifer will look to you and let your will be done. And, Lord, as she just submits and surrenders everything to you, everything that she can't figure out, she doesn't understand, she won't, you know, she doesn't have the answer to, but she knows you do. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, as we sur- we take a place of surrender here tonight. We take a place of letting you just be in full control over every aspect of our life. And, Lord, the things we don't understand, the things we don't know, the things that we feel like we need to know, God, we just surrender it all to you. Why? Because, God, you sent your son, Jesus, to die, to live, to walk this earth, to go to Calvary's cross, to die, to be raised from the dead. As he surrendered, I don't know to the will of the Father, Jesus surrendered. He surrendered. He submitted. He could have said, I don't want to do this. I'm not going down there. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to hang on a cross. Even though I know that God I'll raise from the dead, but I've got to go through some stuff before I'm raised from the dead. I've got to be beaten. I've got to be tormented. I've got to be tortured. I've got to be spit upon. I've got to be beaten and bloody. But I'm going to surrender. Even though I know there's some good stuff on the other side, Father, enable me to surrender to your will to get the job done. So, Lord, we thank you tonight as we all surrender so you can get the job done in our life, the will that you have for our lives to be accomplished because we surrender. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it feels like we're not going to make it. But we surrender, God, because we know what it is now. It doesn't even compare to the glory of what is to come when we surrender. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for surrendering hearts. 
knowing there's a greater blessing. There's there's greater things on the other side after surrender. So we thank you, God. We honor you and we give you the glory. Hallelujah. All right. Well, Jennifer, <laughs> how's it going? Amen. Oh, that really spoke to me. Mm. Yeah, mm. that was, I didn't see that coming, but yeah. it came like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amen. Something Amen. I'm doing. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Uh, uh, something that I do several times a day is surrender. But I feel like, mm, you know, I've been seeking confirmation on direction. And just when I feel like I'm pretty confident, I know what God's will is. Then something happens where, you know, that brings a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll have to seek the Lord. On, maybe my heart's not as open as I thought. Okay. You know, well. Well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, it's about his will and and he has a way of letting us know you know what he he's expecting of us you know and sometimes like you say we think we've surrendered but i found so many times that when i thought i had i really hadn't you know um and um you know you see things happen and things go a different way because i wasn't truly surrendered like I thought I was. But, you know, that's just kind of the way life goes. You know, we learn, we live, and we, hopefully we grow from, you know, all the things that we go through. Yep. Was there something in particular you wanted prayer for? Um, well, I feel like I mean, I feel like your word was, I know, just looking for confirmation or direction. I mean, Lord, I'm, I surrender. I mean, um, trying to, yeah, I just, yeah, against the, the, the confusion, the spirit of confusion, the enemy. So I would not be tossed back and forth. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Well, um so Lord, we just we thank you, Lord, that uh any confusion, anything that come to try to distort uh situations or the way Jennifer needs to see things clearly, we come against that. In the name of Jesus, and we ask, Lord, that clarity come, Lord, uh, let sweet peace come. That a lot of times when we're just like not in peace and we're anxious, again, this word anxious, about something, it's impossible to kind of hear with clarity what God is speaking to us. 
because it with anxiety you can't. I mean, because it's just so many things going on. So God, we just thank you for peace. We thank you for her being able to rest in you to hear clearly what you're speaking and Lord, we just ask that confirmation come forth uh, in a way that she won't be able to deny that you are speaking and you are directing and you are leading and you are guiding. Lord, thank you. Like, just like, I mean, I can't get away from my situation with the guy with the pliers. You know, that was confirmation of God. <laughs> that to was him. I didn't, he didn't know that I had a, a situation in my house. He hopped out of his car with the pliers in his pocket. Glory be to God. Lord, let situations yeah. like that be resolved with the, the, the antidote, the, the answer, everything's already there in place when she asks. And so, Lord, we, we ask that you, you give her that. Lord, I, we've already, as I've talked earlier with others on the line, Lord, that we know that uh, when we rest in you when we don't have anxiety that sort of moves everything out of the way for you just to show up my god and show out in our situations why because we're not anxious for anything but we're resting in the assurance that you're god and that you are going to handle whatever it is that needs to be handled you're going to show up in our situations and you're going to show out and you're going to show up and let us know it's god So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, as she has peace concerning whatever it is that she has questions about, God, so that you can give her a clear and direct answer in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that. We thank you for that. Let her rest in the assurance that the Father has the answer and he wants to give her the answer. Let her rest in that so she can receive the answer. And it will be, I mean, she won't be able to deny it what God is saying to her. So thank you, God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, God. Thank you, thank you. Bless your name. Thank you. Bless your name, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you. Yes, you're a good God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. All right. Jennifer, um, so I, I just, I just want you to. I really do sense some anxiety, you know, some mm-hmm. real anxiety. Mm-hmm. Very strong. Ooh, Jesus. And um, I think that's kind of the hindrance for you getting your answer. I, mm-hmm. I just sense great anxiety. Great anxiety. Um. Mm, do you rest well? Mm. Are you talking actual sleep or in him? Yeah, like, like sleep, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was last week. I was having, I mean, it was a pack, you know, tax in my sleep. Um, so, I mean, the enemy was trying to steal my sleep last week, but. This week's been, been okay, really good. Yeah, Lord, well, me. Sense, yeah mm-hmm. I sense it's kind of a battle there, you know. So, yeah, mm-hmm. or I'm glad that you kind of come out of that. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of times when you don't get sleep, and I know with me, 
when you don't get sleep, it's even hard to think clear. It's it's hard to even hear anything when I, when your body is tired. And, you know, that's kind of the way, you know, the enemy tempted Jesus when he was tired, when he was hungry. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's like an, an, an area that the enemy, when you're tired, when you're drained, you're not getting sleep properly. It, it it just causes more anxiety because it's it's harder to just get to that peaceful, restful place where you can hear clearly what God is saying. So, Lord, we just come against every attack against her uh, sleep, and we ask, Lord, that she be mindful of it, that it's a way that the enemy will try to tire her out where she won't be able to hear with clarity what you're speaking to her. So, Lord, we... we pray and we come against anything that will try to hinder and stop her from having peace and rest. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord thank you. Has thank peace. you, Father. Lord, we know that you. you are the Prince of Peace, and we thank you for peace. Hallelujah. Yes, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Amen. Thank you, thank you. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes, God, we do thank you. We do thank you. Yes. I know because the hours that I work, um, sometimes, you know, I can go in there. Lately, last, you know, several weeks now, I've been pretty good with going to sleep. I went through a season where I just could not, you know, I get off at 1, go to bed, Try to go to sleep. Sometimes it's four or five o'clock. The other night I didn't go to sleep until like five o'clock in the morning, and um, mm-hmm. so I know what that feels like. It's just like when it's like that. It's just like I'm out of sync, you know, and it's hard mm-hmm. for me to just like hear. So I know what that feels like. But uh, and then of course I got into last couple weeks. I've been sleeping really pretty good until the other night when I stayed up until five a.m. But it's like the enemy just sends things in to try to rob you of your sleep, of your peace, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. um, in Jesus' name, I had to say, oh, no, you can't rob me. I can't rob me. No, can't have my sleep. You're not stealing my peace. And uh, so I've been doing pretty good. But, yeah, I just kind of felt that, you know, a little bit. Well, Amen. God Amen. is in control. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. You're welcome. Anything else? No, I think that's all for now, I guess. Thank you. Okay. All right, Jennifer. Thank you so much for calling in, and uh, I'll keep you in prayer. I'll make a note here. Thank you. Get some rest. All right, then. Thank uh, you. Good night. Good night. Amen. Amen. All right. So we got another call here. Two zero two seven two two. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? This is Nicole from DC calling from Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> that is Nicole from DC calling from Maryland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so is DC a part of uh District of Columbia? I never figured that out. Is that a part of Maryland? No, no, not at all. But they're uh, right next to each other. Yeah, I used so, to get up that way. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was in Alexandria, though. Did you like it? And that was many, many moons ago, and I hated it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you got out of there. <laughs> My Alexandria was pretty. I mean, Alexandria, Alexandria. I mean, I thought it was, I, I love Virginia. I think Virginia is a beautiful state in Maryland. I just, you know, I just, it, I didn't like D.C. So I guess that's it. <laughs> no, no reflection on you whatsoever. <laughs> no, no, it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was it was different. Uh, it was very different. Well, amen. Well, let's pray for you, Nicole from Maryland. <laughs> DC <and> Maryland. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Lord, we just thank you for uh, Nicole tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the glory of God shining on her. We just thank you for the presence of God. You know, I just see like a a, a presence of of God is. His, um, I don't know, like his glory on you, and um, where you go, uh, it, it 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 it's evident. You know, it's almost like it's evident. Like you you carry it and you wear it, and it, it can't hide it because it's 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 too evident. You know, and so God, we just thank you for that. Let her be comfortable. Let Nicole be comfortable in this new place that you're taking her, in this new place that you've already taken her, really, let her be comfortable. Let her walk with an understanding of knowing that, you know, God is is doing exactly what he needs to do, how he wants to do it, and how he wants to use her and how he wants to place her in places that this glory, this light will shine and it, it, it's not going to be because of anything that she particularly tries to do or wants to do, but because of who she is in you. And, Lord, just let her be comfortable with that. Let her walk with that with an, uh, with an assurance that, you know, if God gave this to me, he's got enough to, you know, cause me to have the confidence to walk in this manner and carry this light uh, wherever I need to go because there's a need for it. And so, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that as she uh, continues to walk with you and, and develop this, this relationship of, of such fellowship, that um, it's going to be bigger. It's going to be brighter. It's going gonna, it's gonna to grow. And that as it grows, she will grow into a, a deeper understanding of, of who you are in her and, and how she needs to just accept this, this thing that you've placed in her life and benefit, that's a benefit to her and others, and be at comfort and at peace with it. And so, Lord, we thank you for that because um, mm, it's just beautiful. Hallelujah. It's just beautiful, Nicole. I sense saying to you, God can trust you with the light. Mm, hallelujah. I just sense saying God can trust you with the light. There's a a trusting relationship here between you and the Father that he can trust you with the light. You're not going to disrespect the light. Hmm, my, my, my. You're not going to dishonor the light. You're not going to deny the light. You're going to begin to understand the light and walk comfortably with the light and in the light that it may impart wisdom and and enlighten others to the things of God. 
So we thank you, Lord, as she finds her her comfortable place in the light. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So how are we doing tonight? I was feeling really tired, and then as I heard your testimony, <laughs> I started feeling less tired. Praise God. Uh, <laughs> that was just amazing. Which one? When you were talking about it was 10 o'clock at night, and then oh. so she said, well, why don't you see if your neighbor, and you went out, and they were pulling up, and he just happened yeah. to have the tool that, he needed to fix your sink in, you know, with him. That was amazing. Truly amazing. I mean, I was like, I mean, I want, I kind of like wandered out of the door. Just, I'm like, I'm on the phone talking to her. Well, I wasn't talking. Was I talking to her then? I didn't know if she called me. I think, I can't remember. I know we texted first. And then, no, we were texting. And then as I texted back, I'm like, oh, my God. And I walk out the door with the phone in my hand. And I'm like, why am I walking out of the door? There's nobody going to, you know, it was just crazy. Why am I walking out of the door at 1030 at night? What am I expecting? And then, no, you just brought that to my attention. It's like, to my remembrance, like, why was I walking out of the door at 1030 at night? I mean, who was I expecting to see? I just happened to look to the right. There they were. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, why would I even walk outside? I mean, that was just that was a strange part at night. I mean, it's ten thirty at night, you know, in a small town. It's ten thirty at night. Things are dead. You hear me? There, there is nothing going on. <laughs> even by nine o'clock at night, in most small places, especially this this place, you don't even see cars on the street at nine o'clock at night. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. so I'm walking out the door at ten thirty. What was I expecting to see? I just looked to my right, and there they were driving up into the their yard. You know, I'm thinking, goodness. And I just immediately, I, just, I yelled out, hey. <laughs> so funny. And he was like, oh, hey. Yeah, uh, well, can you come down to my house and take a look at my sink? And it was, he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Wow. I mean, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, my dear. <laughs> so that I'm glad you were encouraged by that. I mean, I just, I just, uh, I I was speechless. You know, I was like God. And then the other amazing thing was just, you know, just for somebody to come and fix it like the day after Resurrection Sunday, early morning, waking me up. Hey, we're getting ready to come over and fix, huh? That quick? You know, <laughs> at least several days. It was amazing. The whole thing was amazing. You know, and, and the part that I'm thinking it's one thing. He comes, he said, oh, no, I'm, he's coming for the faucet. I get a brand-new water heater. You know, he's like, no, that's nothing wrong with the hose. Your water heater is broken. Oh, okay, well, let me just go get you one. It'll be, you know, thank goodness you have this company because normally it'll be $1,100, and I had to pay 100 for all of the work that was done, the replacement of the faucet going under my sink, tightening and changing out all of the, the things up under the sink to keep it from leaking because it had been leaking as well. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it was just amazing. This was Resurrection Weekend. 
<laughs> Praise God. It was just awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. So, how have you been? And and what do you you know what do you feel about that word? Um, that word was amazing. I've been okay. Um, I've been a little bit anxious about uh, a part-time job that I applied for. Uh, I'm trying to add work that makes sense onto my regular work schedule. And so I wanted to ask if you would pray with me about it. So this job would be on Thursdays for anywhere from two to eight hours, but every Thursday except for the month of August. And I think I can I think I can fit it in with my existing work schedule. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to ask if you would uh, pray with me and for me about that. So I've submitted my application materials, and then I uh-huh. should find out I should find out if I made the interview, and then if I make the interview, then they have to decide who they're going with. And so, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, at least it's only like would be just the one day a week. And so <laughs> that wouldn't be too, you know, too much trouble probably, you know, not having to worry about going somewhere every day, you know? Right. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. And sometimes it will be the whole day, but other times it would just be half a day. Or even less than right. half a day. Okay, okay. Well, let's pray and let's believe God for his will to be done. So, Lord, we just thank you for your faithfulness to Nicole. And, um, you know, Lord, we just thank you because we know that I just sense that whatever God does in and through you, Nicole, that it will be um, strategic and it will be specifically to your calling will be specific to your calling. It will be specific to your destiny. It will be specific to what God wants to use you to do uh, by being here, you know, and imparting things into people's lives. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We just ask that destiny uh, continue to uh, reveal itself to Nicole as she's Uh, placed in positions that you have already ordained and set up for her. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that she will, uh, from this point, she will go with a mindset knowing that whatever it is that God has given her to do, it'll be hers because it's a part of her destiny. It's a part of her assignment. It's a part of where God wants her to go and glow. It's a part of where God wants you to go and glow. My God, for him, for him. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that uh, you've taken up residency in Nicole. You live in her. She lives in you and moves and has her very being in you. And you're one. Ha! You're unified. You're one. And, Lord, whatever it is that you have for her, it, it nothing will be able to stop it because she's on assignment for you. And so we thank you, Lord, for the assignment that you have already set up for Nicole 
and we thank you, Lord, in advance for it. We call it done, and we thank you for it. We give you glory and honor because it's a part of what she has been assigned to in this earth. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness to Nicole as she has shown forth her faithfulness to you. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, you know, and Nicole, just know that. Just walk in confidence knowing that, you know, whatever it is that God has for you uh, in regards to anything, you know, um, that just speak it over your life and just say, God, you know, your will will be done because I'm on assignment. Your will will always be done because you have specifically, you know, something set up for me, for my life and how it will affect the kingdom of God and others. And just, Amen. I would, I would just speak that over my life, you know, and without the, and, and guess what? When you speak it like that, guess what? Anxiety has to go. It can't stay because it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what God is doing. So, Lord, thank you. Let her understand that anxiety will have to go. Because it is not about anything she's doing, per se, on her own strength. It's all about you. And, Lord, we thank you. You are opening doors for her, for you. Yes, you are. You're closing doors for you. <laughs> you know, she's just, she's just in this game. She's in this, this position, but it's all about you, God. And so thank you, God. Thank you. Let her walk in peace, knowing that whatever happens, it's going to happen for the glory of God because you're assigned to things that God's going to have his hand on. And uh, you can rest in that. You can rest in that. Amen. Yes, amen. I love love what you said about being assigned. It's like I, I feel like I'm looking for what I'm assigned to, and I'm like, is this it, Lord? And so believing yeah. that might be it, that's why I apply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you are assigned. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing with the word that I saw, uh, you know, I was seeing when I was giving you that word, is that your life, you are on assignment. I mean, your life is so connected to what you do. You know, as far as, you know, of course your life is affecting what you do. But, I mean, it's, it's to a, a point where what you do is, is, is an assignment. I mean, your life is connected with your assignment. And you know how some people just kind of, you know, go through like, no, 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 no. Not you. Not, that's not the situation here. You know. Um, the situation with you is that you are, you live on assignment. You 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 called you're called on assignment. You know this is Amen. You. you. You know so just understand that and walk in that. And I believe as you begin to walk in that, ooh, I feel that. Ooh, as you begin to walk in that, mm, ooh, wow, I just I feel that. As you begin to walk with an understanding of that, Nicole, you're gonna be like a magnet, and you're gonna draw those things to you. Ooh, I felt that. Hmm. Amen. 
When you walk in an understanding and a confidence that you are living on assignment, things that God has already purposed for you, they're gonna, they're, they're, they're just, they will just be drawn to you. You will be like a magnet drawing those things into your life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You will be attract. You will be attracting and be attractive to that which is yours. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Attracted to and attractive to that which is yours, that God has assigned you to. You don't have, you, guess what? You don't even have to go through any preliminary. It's just an automatic thing. What We call it forth, God, in the name of Jesus, whatever it is. Let Nicole walk with the confidence of knowing if it's hers, it will have to come up to her. It's like she's a magnet. She's going to draw it in, and it's going to be attractive. You will be attracted to it, and it will be attractive to you. Amen. It will be attractive. You will be attracted to it. I mean, it's going to be like just a combination. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. That's pretty cool. All right, what's been going on, Nicole? Well, I wanted to tell you, I have a praise report from a prayer that we had in a, a conversation, so a word you gave me, we were talking about hair, <laughs> so we went from talking oh, about uh-huh. something super serious, but hair can be serious too, but... Um, yes, it can be. I've got a hair situation going on right now. Amen. I can relate. I can relate. So (laughs) you had shared that you had, you had shared something about these vitamins and I wrote Ah, it down and I looked it up and they had something in it that I think I couldn't take. It was uh, some kind of special vitamins for hair. Is it called Vita something? Yeah, I just ordered some more because I had stopped taking it for a while and I had a bad hair experience, so I but, started back. But, but I kept researching it and looking at it, and then it one of the ingredients in it is collagen, I think. I think it is. So I, I, I kept going with that. Long story short, I bought two different types of collagen, marine uh-huh. and uh the beef, I couldn't tolerate the beef well, so I stayed with the Marine for uh-huh. over three months. I really didn't see a difference. So I went back uh-huh. to the beef collagen, but I couldn't, my stomach, like, I just would get sick. But I I had the idea one day to combine it with turmeric. Oh, okay. I take turmeric. And, and I don't know why, but that vital proteins beef with turmeric just a quarter teaspoon and hot water i have no problems with tolerating it so i started doing that twice a day it's been a couple months i think my hair has grown like i don't know maybe an inch and a half like in the last month wow um it's just grown i think in the last month my hair has grown about an inch and a half i have it i know yes yeah I, i was really just Taking it because my hair, uh, I, I, I stopped relaxing my hair due to, in 2017, like half my hair fell out after a stressful work situation. And my uh-huh. hair had started I growing remember. back. But um, So long story short, we had prayed about 
should I keep my hair natural or relax it? I decided Mm -hmm. after a lot of prayer and research to just try a very mild relaxer on Mm -hmm. my hair maybe six weeks ago is totally fine. Um, You know, I'm thinking this is not going to be enough for my hair, like to allow me to wear it, like roller set it and then wear it straight because I wanted something easy because my natural hair, I liked it, but it was just too much work. It's just a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Long story short, this super mild relaxer, uh, it relaxed my curl pattern enough where I can roller set it and then my hair is wow. straight, and it will stay straight for like a week, or even wow. even two weeks. And my hair, it's growing really fast. Um, that is amazing. It is amazing. That is really amazing because I started back with that. I might need to get yours if it's going that fast in a month and a half. I couldn't, and you know, I just really wanted my hair to just be healthy and, you know, thicker. Um, right. So they, I I don't know, my expectations were so low because I had done the marine collagen for over three months, about three months, and I didn't see any difference. But wow. But then once I found that, I, right, and people said it was comparable, um, but I didn't see any difference with it. It's for people, mostly people take it if they don't want to have anything to do with beef, or um, if they can't tolerate the beef collagen. But I got that. I had that when I added the turmeric, no problem. So I've been doing it twice a day. So they, it comes in the packets. So I do one packet in the morning with turmeric and some uh, dark cocoa, no sugar, just dark cocoa and hot water. Just add about three ounces of hot water, and it makes like a little – tea and then I uh-huh. do another one uh in the evening and it's like when my hair is like when I was 21 all of a sudden I can't believe my hair so I'm gonna write, to write this down so what is it okay where do you get this from you can get it from Costco you can get it from Amazon I bought mine on Amazon it's um and what's it's called, it called it's called vital proteins Vi- how do you spell it uh, V-I-T-A-L, uh-huh. P-R-O-T-E-I-N, and it it's one word? It's, uh, two words. So okay. Vital Proteins right. is the name of the brand, uh-huh. and the product is their beef collagen powder. Like B-E-E-F? Yes. Huh. Okay. And so they sell it in a big jar, which is uh-huh. the same product, but just due to my lifestyle, I like it when they already have it in the packets. So uh-huh. it's exactly the amount that they recommend that you take. <laughs> so, okay, so you, you can, can buy it. The jar or the packet. Right. And it's blue. Okay. So the marine collagen one is a different color. They have, like, maybe 10, 11, 12 different versions of it. Like, they have some where uh-huh. they made, like, lemonade and chocolate. I just do the original version. Uh-huh. It's a blue packet, like a light baby blue, twice a day. I couldn't tolerate it again. Um, some people just put it in water, and they're fine. Um, some people mix it in their food, 
it really doesn't taste like anything. Uh, but it just for yeah, me, I, I have a lot of. For me, I have a lot of food. Have a taste. No, it doesn't taste like anything. Uh, hmm. It doesn't taste. I mean, okay. like you can't really taste it. It's. Uh, I think if you put it with other things, you wouldn't even perceive that it's in there. Really. Yeah, wow. but for me, for me, mm-hmm. and um, but I could I tried so many times to just take it by itself, and I, my stomach was always upset and it was bloated. I, I wasn't tolerating it at all. But it has such good reviews. It has over nineteen thousand reviews on Amazon. Wow! I'll have to check that. So you say you take two packets twice a day? One one packet. In the morning, and then one packet at night. So I think it's 10 grams of collagen in one packet. Oh, okay. okay. And then, so, so I have, yeah, yeah. So they recommend that if you are if you have joint pain, back pain, you need to grow your nails or your hair, do 20 mm-hmm. grams of collagen a day. Oh, okay. Well, cool. I will, yeah, I mean, I just ordered the one that I mentioned to you because I, <laughs> I did something really crazy. I hadn't relaxed for a while, and then I went somewhere, and this person, like, it was my fault. So it wasn't her fault. So anyway, she put the relaxer in, and so I've got long hair in the back, and then the top, I don't know, I think I had put put something around the edge, and I don't know, it just broke off, or this perm or relaxer that she used wasn't really the best for my hair. So I've got this long mm. hair in the back, and then the top is like. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's so funny you're bringing that up because I just that just happened to me last week." About, oh about wow! A, week, a couple weeks ago, yeah. And then last week, I started thinking, "What am I gonna do?" Because I was like, "Oh." But anyway, well, thank you, Nicole. I'm gonna check that out, and um, I pretty much live on Amazon. <laughs> I'm always on <laughs> Amazon. How I how I arrived at taking it was looking up. I think is it called Vivical? What you you yeah. take or what you yeah, right? Vivical, uh huh. Yeah. Because after mm-hmm. after you prayed for me and we talked about it, I went to look it up, and so um you know so I wanted to get it. So I was looking. I have all these food sensitivities. So I was looking through the ingredients, and I think I don't know if it was the biotin or the zinc. Might have been biotin, but those okay. are two things that um, oh, I don't tolerate okay. well. So oh, well, it was okay. out for yeah. me. But but as I kept looking at what people were saying about it, they were saying the main thing that they think really causes it to work is collagen. So right. then I was like, well, how else? So that's how I arrived at the vital proteins. It was still from that recommendation because that's what led me to that. Yeah, and I mean, mine grew fast, but I mean – I mean, what did you think? It grew how fast within a, a month and a half? My perception, now I haven't been measuring it, right? Because I just wanted my hair to, you know, be thicker and just, you know, grow normally. Right. But my right. perception is that it grew about an inch and a half in a month. That is amazing. An inch and like a half in a month is all, amazing. All of a sudden, my hair is past my neck down my shoulders. Wow. Yeah, nothing right. had actually grown like that. I mean, all of it. But I, don't know, I, stopped, I mean, it was like past my, you know, like 
almost to the middle of my back in the back, but it's like I don't know. I've been doing some stuff with my hair, and, and um, I, I think I think maybe what she put in there wasn't something she should have used. But and I probably had some sort of chemical in my hair when she put it on, so it just broke it off in the top. So I was like, okay, I gotta I gotta figure out what I need to do. I'll order that again because I hadn't taken it probably in a long time since the time I probably talked to you. When I uh, ran out of it, I didn't order any more, but then I just ordered some and got it last week. But I will definitely, because okay. um, I don't know if I, because mine had really gotten thick, but I don't know if I got the results like what you're getting with that. That's amazing. I I just, I'm amazed because the Marine Collagen, which is the same price, um, mm-hmm. and I and I didn't skip any days. I did it for at least three months without skipping any days and it it didn't work. <laughs> so, um to have wow. the the beef one actually work is just incredible. Yeah, that is that's pretty amazing. I mean, yeah, but you know like our bodies are different and like you are, you know, you have certain sensitivities to certain products. I mean, that's just something that works for you. That's I mean, obviously yeah, the the other thing that's good, um, I have been having like some ankle pain, and they say it's right. good for um, joints and back pain, and I don't have that anymore. But I wasn't taking it for that reason, but that's gone away. Wow, wow look at the benefits you got. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, I've gotten a little older. And so I, I remember uh, I was thinking the other night when I was up, you know, cooking, and I was cooking last night, and, well, actually, the night before, I forgot what I was doing. I was up on my feet a long time. So my grandkids, they actually had some uh, baseball stuff yesterday, and I didn't even get to go because I was just so achy after that. So it's good. Now I can find about I found out about this, and it'll help me with that because I tend to just, I don't know, get real achy and if I have the ceiling fan on on me when I sleep at night it doesn't help either so uh, turn that off but yeah well thank you for sharing that I'm going to have to check that out I'm so I'm glad that I did because I didn't know what had happened to you um, a week ago we had also talked about how I was so worried about my hair and whether to relax it because I color it now that I have this hair right. discoloration uh, due to older age, and it's so so, I color my hair, so I was worried about relaxing it. Um, so I I'll just share. I kept reading different things. Again on Amazon, I got the Revlon Mal Relaxer for color treated hair, and okay. um, I really didn't think it was gonna work because um you know I used to just use regular perms so right um I'm like I need something stronger <laughs> that's what I was thinking <laughs> I was like I, I I need you know a regular maybe even you know super I'm not sure but definitely at least a regular <laughs> but <laughs> but due to the fact that I was just so concerned about my hair falling out um, just perhaps from having uh, already having the color in it and all the other issues with um, the thinning and all that, 
I said, well, let me see what other people are saying. Let me try to be conservative. And a lot of people said, this is mild, but it's it's enough to to so that right. you can wear your hair straight. And so I said, well, let me let me try it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, and as we change, you know, as we age, you know, our uh, hormones change. You know, our our I mean, my hair now is a different texture than it used to be. Uh, it does change. I mean, as we get older, it could even be the texture of your hair will change, that it may not even require what it used to require before. I Oh, ah, okay. And I think that's what happened with me. This woman used something called Design Essentials. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, I think I had that in my hair before. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have been too strong because as I think I've gotten older, my hair is not, it's not the texture it used to be. And okay. so I think that I used before, it's a possibility that I may not be able to use that anymore because of the texture of my hair changing as I've aged. So that might have something to do with it as well. And okay. uh, I'm thinking maybe what she used on my hair may have been at one time, it would have been fine, but right now I think it's stronger than what I need to be using. And maybe that's the same situation with the Revlon thing, you know, with that hair and it, it doing the ah. job is because your texture of your hair may have changed. Right, right. And, and so it didn't not require that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I'm I'm with you. And... um. It didn't, I mean, it made my hair, like, a lot straight. It it felt straight relative to my natural texture, but it still has, mm-hmm. like, some curl pattern in it. But when I right. roller set it, it sets straight. Right, and that's important, too, because I noticed now, even with some of the relaxers, they still, it will still not be as straight unless they do the hot iron to it, which back in the day, I don't remember being people really doing hot iron with a perm or a relaxer. But now I'm noticing yeah. that even with any uh, most of these relaxers, they're also using hot iron with it, or you have to, you know, be under the dryer for it to really straighten the way it should be for that style. So that's pretty interesting, too, because I never remember years ago having uh, someone put what we always, always used to sit up under the dryer anyway. But I never remember anybody using a hot iron after a perm. But that's right. what people do now. It is. And that's a little strange. I think maybe the idea is now that when we relax our hair, we don't relax it so that it's bone straight. But, right, uh, I guess. But I, but I used to relax so that it was bone straight. <laughs> right, right. I yeah. And that was, but, I, I mean, still with this that she did, it still was bone straight per se. Okay. That's why I'm thinking my texture of my hair has actually changed because, I mean, it mm. did something to my hair. <laughs> it was just weird. I mean, it, it did something to my hair. So anyway, yeah, that's, you know, us and our hair situations. <laughs> I know. I was so happy that you talked to me and prayed with me and for me. And um, so I'm excited to now have a praise report. <laughs> about that amen. amen well i'm glad you got that and uh, i believe you're going to have some other phrase reports and 
God's, you know, he's going to work some stuff out for you. And you just continue to do what God's called you to do. And uh, he's going to show himself faithful because you've shown yourself faithful. Even to you, even with your hair. See, see what happened with your hair? (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Yeah, even with your hair. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, for you to have found that. And for something to work that well, I mean, that is pretty amazing. I'm very excited about it because with my natural hair, like, you know, again, I like it and I liked it, but it was just too much, like, work. I need a hairstyle where when I wake up, I just brush it out and, like, two minutes later now I can go on about my day. And yeah. <laughs> that's not what I have with my natural hair. <laughs> uh, I totally understand. <laughs> I understand. Yes. Well, I am so glad that that dilemma has been solved. Oh, I just realized somebody had, t- oh, gosh, I, did I? she call me back? Let me see. No, I don't think she did. Uh, somebody had dropped off. I was supposed to call them back, and I got distracted. <laughs> Oh, oh I kept me. talking. No, no, no. I hope it you can call her back. No, it w- it was before you. No, I wouldn't dare call her back. Now it's like one after one thirty, but she sent me a message to let me know, and then I checked it, and then I got, um, yeah. Then I this was long before you. This was an hour ago, and I just happened. I think what happened, my phone went out, and then I had to recharge it, and then I realized, oops. I have another phone here that I get the text messages on, and um, it went out, and then you have to sign back in, and that's how I missed it because I forgot it wasn't showing me that number anymore. It's all good. It's all well. All right. Is there anything you wanted in particular prayer for, or did we pray about it yet? We we did. May I also ask for prayer for my mom? Sure. Sure. What's your mom's name? Uh, Alice Teresa. Alice Teresa? Mm-hmm. But she doesn't okay. like her middle name, so maybe we should just say Alice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, yeah, true. Yeah, um, Nicole, you gave us the second name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but God knows what her, her by her first name only. He, he's on a first name basis with her. Amen. <laughs> He's on a first name basis. All right. Well, we will pray for Alice. Thank you, Lord, for Alice. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that Alice has been. Uh, hmm, thank you for her appointment as Nicole's mother. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, uh, because she um, she has this daughter who uh, has this this relationship with you that brings her before you, God. She, Nicole brings her mother before you. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, for her being mindful of her mother's needs and her concerns for her mother. And Lord, we thank you for Nicole for this relationship and, and this continually bring Alice before you. And Lord, may it Strengthen Alice to know and to understand that it's a privilege and it's an honor to be connected to someone who can bring them before God. 
Hallelujah. So, Lord, whatever it is that's going on with Alice, we ask, Lord, that you strengthen her, you give her peace, you give her uh, an assurance that she is loved and she is she is taken care of by the Father and that he's sensitive to her needs and that her needs are being brought before him. And it's important that she understands that, that you know, her relationship with God is going to be something that God is, he's continuing, he's continuing to work on. And thank you, Lord, for Nicole being a part of it. Because I sense, Nicole, there is some sort of connection or tie with your relationship with your mother and her relationship with God. I, I, don't, I can't explain it, but that's kind of how what I'm feeling. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for Nicole being mindful of her mother. And, Lord, help her mother to have a deeper understanding of this love that God has for her and how he has positioned her to be positioned with someone who loves him and honors him so that the blessings of God will flow on both of them. And we thank you for that. Give her peace. Give her strength. Give her uh, uh, assurance that you are there, that you're real, that you are God. You're the same yesterday as you will be forever. And you never change. You never leave. You never abandon. But you're always available. We thank you for this, and we give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I'm glad that we were able to pray for your mom. Has she been okay? Um, She's been having a tough time, and so haven't been able to reach her for a couple days. Hopefully I'll reach her, or she will reach me soon. Oh, okay. Okay, so you haven't you tried to reach out to her and you haven't heard from her? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Does she have anybody living with her? No. Okay. Well, Lord, we just give give this to you and give Nicole peace. And so you tried calling her and she didn't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Does she live away? Does she live near you, Nicole? Um, she lives maybe 25 minutes away. Okay. Okay, well, we pray all is well. In Jesus' name, pray all is well. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, Jesus. All right, Nicole. Nicole, let me ask you, are you an only child? Yes. I know what that's like. I wasn't an only child, but I was raised as an only child because my siblings were so much older than me when I was born. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let us know what's going on with your mom. Uh, Hopefully you'll be able to, you know, get in contact with her soon. I hope so. Yeah. Thank you so much for praying. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I am privileged and honored to pray for you and um, want you to, you know, know that. We we love each other. You're at PGN, and we're looking out for each other. We're praying for each other. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. All right, my dear. Will you be blessed? And 
I'll check out the hair thing and see what okay. I can find out. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later, okay. Nicole. You have a great one. All right. Good night. Okay. Good night. Amen. We have a couple more on here. If you want prayer, you can press one, and I'll pray with you. And um, other than that, it is a wrap for tonight. I do see, like I said, a couple other callers, and um, give you a minute or two if you want to press one and be on with me. That's fine. If not, we can call it the end of the Sunday night prophetic grace network show and I am so sad I think it was Latrice yeah because I answered back and my phone went blank and then I couldn't see her number anymore and then I forgot to call her back because the phone went black and didn't find the number hold on let me send a message she can get it tomorrow Okay. All right. Well, I am so thankful that you all have been a part of what God has done tonight here on Prophetic Grace Network. I'm just a just a messenger, and I thank God that God has chosen me to be a messenger and to be uh, involved with what He's doing because it's all about Him. It's it's not about me, and it's not about what I can do. It's all about what God does do and can do through his chosen vessel. So thank you for being a part of uh, the show tonight and uh, be ready and available to listen um, to Prophet Randy tomorrow when he comes on. Uh, Usually I'm working till 1 a.m. so I normally don't get to hear much of the show. I can kind of tune in here and there, but most of the time I'm not really able to listen to uh, what goes on uh, on the show in its entirety. And so, of course, reach out to him. And um, tomorrow at um, 9 p.m. Central, he's on Central. And, of course, I'm on Eastern. That will be 10 p.m. Eastern time. So I want to thank you all for being a part of what God has done tonight here with Prophetic Grace Network. And uh, just continue to go forth in the things of God and, and realize that, He has what you need, and you just need to go after it because he's going after you to make sure you stay with him. All right, so good night, everyone. Thank you for being a part of tonight's show. And this is Angela Joy saying good night from Prophetic Grace Network. Have a great week, guys. Bye.